Hey everybody, the podcast episode uh, is up now, but the first five minutes of Manny's audio, um, uh, I forgot to click record and set his stuff up, uh, but I fixed it pretty early on, so there's going to be a section in the beginning where I'm talking, and Manny was talking, but I'm just going to kind of edit it to like uh, skip the parts where Manny was talking and just have it be a seamless bit of me talking in the beginning and saying what I was saying. We were just talking about like our life updates. Manny was saying how nothing happened with him and I was just saying what was happening with me. So um, just bear through the first couple minutes of this uh, without Manny talking. But when we get into The Flash, uh, I don't miss most of the stuff that he's saying. So sorry about that. Uh, thank you. Uh, hope you guys enjoy. Ta-da! We did it. <laughs> We're here. After four, five, six, six months, seven months, including December. Um, it's been a long time, Manny. A super long time. Yeah. We haven't been talking in that time. How, how have you been doing? What have you been doing? Just watching anime, playing Rainbow? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I... Um, stopped the pod because I was focusing on an editing project for a YouTube guy. And that took me about like, that took me like almost this entire time basically. And I finished it in May and then my computer died and then I had to get new everything. And now I, even though all this time has passed and my financial burden that I was in after my Canada trip, uh, I'm kind of slowly coming like almost out of it now i'm in a new financial burden because i have to spend a lot of money on this computer stuff so now i'm just like oh god so my current journey is uh making bread and trying to trying to set myself up for the future properly um i will be going back to school in fall hopefully so with that said the podcast is not back back um, for anybody listening, it's just this one episode because Spider-Man was good and I wanted to talk about that. And because, um, at the bare minimum, we should do this, like, I don't know, once a year or something, to to keep up, catch up. Um, so I was considering that for the sake of, uh, the quality of the episode, we start with Flash and Spider-Man. And then at the end, we'll talk about like the things that are not very fresh in our minds, uh, like Avatar or Bell. And we'll talk about like the things that, uh, the extra things on top of that, that we watched that we want to like bring up briefly. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, but yeah, let's start with flash because we saw that together. Saw that together. Um, I didn't care to see it like two weeks out. I know that and for a long time, I was like, yo, Ezra Miller, American Psycho in the movie. But then I just got got to a point where everybody was kind of unanimous. Like, this doesn't even look like it'll be like funny. And I was like, OK, so I just kind of gave up. But you invited me to see it. Uh, and I was happy about that. And we watched it. And for me, it was very painful. I, I didn't think it was very funny, like ironically or unironically. Um, it wasn't even like entertaining uh like in its own way um i don't know like when i compare this to like other boring dc movies like aquaman i like aquaman more aquaman was cooler yeah well outside of the ending or what it would conclude to 
the experience of the film because of Ezra Miller and all of the stuff surrounding him and all the canceled things because they canceled the Batgirl movie, but they were insistent on making this one happen. I, you know, we assumed that that was going to be like, like, oh, this is going to reboot the DC in like a canonical type of way that's like going to make sense. Um, but I also thought that the movie was kind of good because they were insistent on releasing it. I thought that Flash would be more drippy like he is in the Justice League show and he was not going to be annoying and lame like he was in the movies because I do not know how you can make a movie with him like the Justice League one. But they did it and they didn't care and he was annoying the whole time and it was crazy and they had two of them. They had two of them and uh, it was it was honestly torture. I think... The most interesting thing about the movie was that there was an Animatrix poster in his room when he was, um, when they were talking to each other. I think I saw, I saw that in the background. Yeah. That like woke me up from my slumber. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Happened. And then, um, you know, I knew Zod was coming. Yeah. And I was like, I like Zod. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and when I saw Zod, I was like, when like, I was sitting there watching, I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Uh, I kind of had that feeling too. I was like, "Oh, this will be very fan servicey, and just yeah. give us like you know the things that we like." And the fact that it like falls so short acts as if there wasn't really a lot there to begin with, which is kind of makes me like be like, "Oh my God!" Like you couldn't. I thought they would like flesh out the things that were kind of ass in the previous movies to make it work in this one, but they didn't even really do that. I, I don't even know. It's just so dull. I don't even know what to say about it. I feel like the writing's on the wall. Supergirl's cute. Supergirl is cute, but she doesn't do anything. She's like, I, I, I thought she was um, going to be in the movie more. She was going to have more of like a impact narratively. But it really was just like, look, it's Superman, but it's a Supergirl. And <laughs> that was literally like the whole appeal. Um uh yeah and i'm not gonna lie it was cool but it it she had like no character um she didn't do anything and and if there to be like oh mm -hmm. she's a woman <laughs> wait y'all like that right she's a woman y'all like that that's good right yeah you know it's like and it's not even like to be honest ball. that's okay if there was other things in the movie to kind of carry the film. I'm only saying that because the movie was like built around her. Like the movie was so boring, even when Michael Keaton came in the mix. So when she came in the mix, I'm like, all right, maybe the movie will pick up speed. Maybe I'll like enjoy it more. But like, even when she came, I was like, that's it. That's like the big thing you're saving for the end to make people like hyped. And she just kind of didn't really do anything. It was just Superman. If she yeah. was a girl. Um, to fight a Superman villain in the flash movie yeah i know and, and just for it to to lose as well <laughs> <laughs> to lose in the stupidest way ever i said this to you when we walked out but it was kind of like when goku got shot by the guy in resurrection f where it's like you should have dodged that she just got stabbed yeah. by zod like nah. um but you fell asleep so you missed it but you didn't miss much 
Yeah. I feel like that was honestly like the best part of the movie, just like that quick like one two back and forth that they had, because it's like oh, it reminds me of Superman and so it reminds me of something that I actually like, and not it, even though her character is flat, she is genuinely even though she's like boring as hell, she's genuinely better than the Flash. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. It's not hard. It's not hard to fucking do. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Um, just show up. <laughs> Uh, just attendance your grade will be higher off rip but have you seen the Michael Keaton Batman movies so the Michael Keaton Batman movies are are very different tone very different style they are very very goofy so when you put Michael Keaton in a new Batman thing um, that's like modern like in a modern like setting with a modern tone he's not going to be able to act like the way he did in the, in the previous ones. A lot of like what I like about the old Batman is that it was kind of like old and cheesy and goofy intentionally. So, um, but he can't really be that in this. And he's just kind of, Oh look, he's back. But he acts like, like normal, like Michael Keaton. It's, um, it's very weird. And that wasn't as much of an issue with like Spider-Man no way home. Cause in no way home, those movies were recent enough to kind of be able to gel with that movie yeah. like better. But that, if you watch, like, I really like Batman Returns. That movie's like very unique, very weird, very out there. It's like there's serious Batman and then there's goofy Batman. That's like the only movie that I feel like is good and has goofy Batman. And um, he's not goofy Batman in this. Uh, yeah. And I, I don't know why anybody had any semblance of excitement for him because he's like he he's not surrounded by the style, um, he's not inhabited in the zone that he works in that the character like flourishes in. So you might as well not even have him, and it might as well be anybody. It doesn't need to be Michael Keaton. You don't gain anything from it being Michael Keaton. It could be the same lines, and it could be fucking Henry Cavill <laughs> or Robert Pattinson. It would be cooler if yeah. it was Robert Pattinson. Oh my god, I just thought about that. Yeah. If Robert yeah. Pattinson Batman popped up, I mean, now that I think about it, it would be like kind of tone shifty, but still, you know, that would be fan servicing in a way that like I wouldn't expect, you know? Um That would be insane. It would be insane. They should have showed him at the end in the montage. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, they didn't give any fucks in that montage. They gave zero fucks, which was um it was a painful movie to sit through. It was very boring. It was very dull. But that last part was the ironic, like, this is so stupid, it's funny. That's what I wish, like, the whole movie had. Like, that last, like, montage. That was hilarious. Yeah. Come on, they showed, like, Superman. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it looked like a deep fake. All of their faces looked like deep fake. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> it was so good. So good. <laughs> I couldn't help but but not like point at the screen. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Whoa, look, it's, it's Nicholas Cage. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was, that was great. Yeah, it was. They should have showed Robert Patterson. I know. Why not? You showed literally everyone else. You know, like the Batman. Have you seen like the funny like memes on the internet of like, like a Batman, the Batman movie before the Michael Keaton Batman movie where like it had no visual effects and it was like literally, I think Adam West Batman. I think it was yeah. Adam West. I think they showed Adam West Batman. They did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, 
<laughs> why not show why don't you show respect to the current band yeah you know, you know? people it would have been it would have been, been like fine and it also would have um been in a fan service like kind of way more in line with like what we want um yeah but i, I can't help but like want to stay on this movie because there are so many like things that are really weird and really like off to me there were there was um the when batman died like like when he had his first death in like the time loop thing and he's just like he's just like i'm gonna go in i'm gonna sacrifice myself and he just like crashes into the thing in like the most anticlimactic like non-badass way i'm like what the fuck I was think I was asleep for this part. <laughs> I don't remember. It was hilarious. So when they're doing like the time loop thing and like the characters keep dying and they they keep going back in time and back five minutes. I think the first time it happened, Batman kamikazed his ship into the main bad guy ship after shooting it and knowing that there was like a force field, like a halo force field that you can't penetrate. He like just was like. I'm Batman. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. It was it was so anticlimactic and so funny and so little thought was put into it. Um because, you know, they're going to do the reverse thing, so it's not like a real Batman death cuz you're going to see him again in 5 minutes. But in the context of the universe, it is a real Batman death. So you should yeah. make it seem like you may, you need to make Batman go out in a badass way even if you're going to repeat that scene like 5 different times. Every single time needs to be badass because Batman would not go out like a bitch. And it was just hilarious to see him go out like a bitch. Like, just be like, ah! <laughs> yeah, I must have been asleep for that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm, I wish I slept. I was like very tired and I was like getting a headache like watching the movie. I was like, oh my God. Um, but, yeah. uh, and I don't know. There were some ironic parts that I really liked. I laughed. Like one part that really captured the ironic enjoyment that I wanted out of this was when um was when like he lost his powers and then he was running around and he goes, Oh no, I'm slow. And he like looked at the camera and said that. That's peak right there. That's amazing. I wish the entire movie was like that. Um and yeah. there's a handful of other scenes like that, and we could go on and on and we could talk about it, but what's the point? <laughs> yeah. it's the flash compared to the animated flashpoint film they should have seen that they should have known that people are affiliated with that and they should have known to try to meet that standard and it's very embarrassing that they made yeah. like zero attempt to meet that standard um yeah. even if you're gonna you know even if the visual effects are going to be bad even if you know ben affleck batman's going to be there all this stuff that people kind of disrespect at the bare minimum, make it look like you're trying, you know? It's very clear that, like, there's zero effort being put into this. Zero, like, I don't know, uh, passion to, like, make something worthwhile. It feels like this whole DC Universe thing is just, like, the bar that it's setting for itself is, like, a whole rung below, like, the animated films that we're all familiar with um, and, the, and the show. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I didn't, it's, I didn't yeah, take notes. Go ahead. It's, it's, if I feel like they make these movies, I, I have a strange feeling that they, they make these movies as if like 
these characters aren't loved. It's like they, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they do. Like, these aren't, it's like other than Batman, like everyone else is like they're like they probably no one cares about Flash. We're just winging this shit. Yeah, exactly. And it's like I, I feel that's what like that's what I feel when I watch these like the shitty DC movies is like they they don't care. Right. They I, they yeah. can only give a damn about Batman. Yeah, and I understand that with Marvel because Marvel does have a lot of characters that even if the movie's shit, you'll kind of like it just because it's your favorite character or whatever. But like, yeah. no one's. I mean, your favorite character. You said your favorite superhero is Flash, right? <laughs> no, it's Batman, Batman. Oh, it's Batman. Okay. Um, but like, you know, some people like Flash, but like, not enough people like Flash to where if you make a movie on him, you're not going to include like Batman or Supergirl mm. or something. Right. He can't um, stand on his own. Yeah. And uh, when they can't stand on their own, you have to make a good movie. You have to try. And they, they kind of didn't. They, they kind of don't have that approach with, like, really anybody. Like, the Aquaman movie is weirdly well executed in, like, the fight scenes because it's directed by someone who, like, is really good at that stuff. Um, but, like, the story and the character is, like, ass as usual and, like, very mid. It's, like... And they, like, remixed Aquaman for, like, a new generation. He's not, like, the Aquaman from the show. So it's, like, you know, just, like, really no effort, really no heart, really no attempt to, like, create, like, an interesting character or, like, a good story. They just kind of want to leech off the Marvel stuff. And bottom line, uh, I thought that this movie would be ironically enjoyable. And I thought it would be interesting to see how it ended. thought it would be interesting to see how it concluded. Um... And how it would spark the new DCEU thing that Mr. Guns got going on. And it didn't. <laughs> I know, it dude. didn't. It literally this is, did this not. Is such a, this is such an opportunity to really like, to have like a kind of like a smart way to like, yeah. Off, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now like, now it's just like, I don't I have no idea what, their plan is you their know? plan is to start a new universe like unapologetically start a new universe without addressing <laughs> this this one that already the previous shows, yeah, yeah yeah this is so this is so so smart to just it would make sense you know it flash, would make like, sense yeah flash fucks it up or does something i don't think anybody would be opposed to them just starting over without like it making sense I don't yeah. know why there was an insistence on like I understand that like the movie's done and they kind of have to finish it but I don't know why there was an insistence on like like having these stragglers like you know still kicking around like just just start working on the new one you know yeah. if we as a collective like um audience and like viewership can allow like the Snyder cut to get released and can allow the new suicide squad to come out. Like if, if the companies can admit that the first one was bad and they're basically just redoing it, then you can just do that with the DC universe. You don't have to like, you know, clickbait people into like watching like a, like a, Oh, the universe is going to reset. Now that I'm really thinking about it, they must've known that everyone was going to, anyone who was going to watch this movie was going to watch it based off of like, the clickbait like yeah. maybe it's gonna reset maybe michael keaton's gonna stay as batman but like you know. yeah it's a whole lot of clickbait yeah just like the movie poster is clickbait you think it's cool <laughs> i know i know you think it's dope 
Um, yeah, this is a lot of clickbait. A lot of clickbait. Um, I did. Yeah, just, go ahead. Go ahead. They just don't. They don't care. They don't care. It's kind of nothing to really say. And I, you know, I don't even. I love DC, but I don't even have hope for his future. I really don't, Batman, because it's like they're just trying to like catch up to Marvel so fast. But Marvel's falling off, you know. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Personally, I'm kind of sick of the superhero stuff in general. Um, I'm not sick of superhero movies. I'm sick of bad movies. <laughs> and it's like, they will keep making bad movies. Like, I don't care if James yeah. Gunn is at the center. Shit's going to be ass, bro. I'm calling it right now. I'm, I'm putting my money on the next 10 years of DC movies are not going to be like anything to gawk at. You know, they're not all going to be yeah. like above a 5 out of 10. Um, so, you know, I, when, when the thing got announced that like James Gunn is like, I got a 10 year plan for my new DC universe. I was like, we're doing 10 more years of this. Can you, can you imagine that like our lives are always going to be superhero movies and that there's going to be like a good 50 years where it's like, these were the movies that were popular, just superheroes. That makes me sad. That makes me really sad. Yeah. I and then, like, when we're old, that's when they're, they're going to get good. <laughs> that's when we're going to get good, when we, when we can't go to the theater, when we're in a wheelchair. Um, yeah. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> they make, like, a good Flash movie. Uh, yeah. I'm like, Ali, I'm like, Ali, did you see? Like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I'm like, Ali, they finally did it. They did it. <laughs> oh, oh, man. No, and, and that's, that's the other thing. The Blue Beetle movie? Like, who? what is that? Is that part of the new one? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Why? Is that part of the new or the old? We don't know. Is that going to kick off the, the universe? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that Batman is a fascist. And George Lopez feels that way. That's all I know. Yeah. Yeah, they just use Batman's name and image, bro, just to clickbait, bro. Because they have nothing else. People only like bro. Batman. But they literally like, yo, how do we add Batman into the Blue Beetle? Thing? Yeah, you gotta put him in a trailer somehow. <laughs> gotta say, Batman it's is such a clickbait, bro. This oh is, man, um, it's funny because like the things we're gonna talk about later, like I'm gonna bring a lot of shit. Oh about yeah, Com in contrast to Spider Man. Maybe we should just segue into that. Not even that. Okay. Not even that. Like, like even. Oh, even yeah. after that. Okay. All right. Great. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Let's not make this too long. This movie's boring. It's stupid. Um, yeah. The ending was funny. Nicholas Cage like made me laugh. Uh, and I don't understand the George Clooney bit. I don't know what the fuck they were implying with that. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, one out of ten. Oh. I think that this is worse than, um, like. All the other ones. I know that like a lot of people hate like Batman v Superman and like Justice League. I genuinely think this is like worse than those. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Be like, I mean, I didn't watch Justice League. Yeah. But uh, Batman v Superman. That was disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was, it was pretty disrespectful. At least Batman but, fucked up Superman but for I, a little. I, I, that's enough for, that's least, enough for me to say it's better than Flash. For me, I watched it when it came out, and like you know, when I was young. I was disappointed because it didn't deliver on the Batman versus Superman, but I was happy to see Doomsday. I like Doomsday. 
I like yeah. I like Zack Snyder's like dramatic imagery and stuff. So I like the Doomsday part, and it might get like a two out of ten just for that. You know, isn't it insane that that's Batfleck's first movie? I know. Why would you do that? That's so insane. That's what I was saying earlier. Like they just want to catch up to Marvel. Yeah. Oh, they're doing. They're bringing everyone. Oh, we gotta. Yeah. But now the Marvel movies like suck, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. This is DC's time. I but know. Fucking up. I think. Um. Uh. But I don't know. What's your rating? Because I want to transition. Yeah, like two, two out of ten. Two out of ten. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Um. I think that Spider Verse. For me, when I watched Spider-Verse, that was the reason why I didn't want to see Flash. Because the approach that Spider-Verse had towards like the multiverse story kind of made me go, Flash is not going to do this like well. <laughs> Flash is going to approach this in like a worse way somehow. Um, and I, I kind of feel like every multiverse thing is, is going to fuck it up. And when I watched Spider-Verse, I was like, I don't care about the MCU anymore because I know that they're not really going to deliver on the multiverse idea as good mm-hmm. as the way that this one did. And neither is flash. And because every superhero thing is kind of like just in this multiverse arc, that's going to take forever to finish. I'm like checked out of like every superhero related thing besides spider verse. Um, mm. And I'm not going to lie in spider verse. I I was to an extent like the movie was really good, but to an extent I did like roll my eyes at certain like, hey look at that thing like when when I saw like the fan servicey parts. Um, but we'll get more into that. Uh, overall, the point that I'm trying to make is that Spider Verse was its approach and the thing that it did in its story was so creative and so good that it like just kind of fucks up anything else that's trying to do it. And not meeting it on its uh, on its level, and yeah, this is this killed like, multiverse like stuff. Yeah, this it's like um, Spider Verse is like it's like uh, Re Zero, and then mm. like multiverse and it's like Isekai. And yeah, like, that's oh, a uh, that's a great comparison. That's a great comparison. Yeah, yeah. but you um, all got the great. Comparison. Yeah, you do. I miss this. I miss this. <laughs> uh, hopefully, we'll be able to do this. Like, I don't know more than like yeah, once but i a totally year. understand you when you're talking about like just being checked out in general because mm-hmm. it's it's like it's like they can't writers just can't like uh, I, I can't write a story with this guy alone in the to. marvel movies the point of the multiverse so far the only purpose it served is to be like hey look it's x-men hey look it's spider-man hey look that's all that's the whole point but in the in this one in this movie there's a point to it there's like a yeah. genuine like purpose that like actually affects the grander universe and you know not to be like that annoying like oh we have to connect to the MCU but because they put like you know because you could kind of consider this canon like within that stuff um it poses a lot of it, it, it's kind of in essence like that like this is kind of MCU ish yeah. kinda you know and it kind of just makes me go like well, whatever they got planned is not going to be as fun as this. So, so this is like, to me, this is like my ending to like the, the MCU. Like when, by the end of it, I was like, oh my God, like this is like the season. This is like the series finale. This is like the Attack on Titan finale of the MCU. Like Attack on Titan, like when that ends, that'll be like, that'll be like the end of an arc in my anime like life. You know, that'll be like yeah. 10 years in the making. 
And this is going to be like 10 years in the making, like when the next one drops. Um, mm -hmm. This was such a surreal and fun experience. I was very surprised and very impressed. Um, yeah, I don't even... I don't even know where to start. Uh, I have criticisms, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, I have positives as well. Um, but like, what, what do you want to say? Um, for the most part, it seems like Spider-Man always gets fan service done, done right. Yes. Um, um, yeah. Like for me personally, like, like DC, DC thinks they're doing the same thing, but they're not. Like for me, when I saw like the PlayStation Four Spider Man in the yes, movie, yes, yeah, like I lost my mind. <laughs> I was like, okay, they that's like okay, they care. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They know a lot of people played that game. Yeah, they know people loved it. Yeah, and he's right there, and I see him. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, mm -hmm. this is great. And he, like he comes, like I see him, like he's like he's like the first person you see, right? And I like, the most, the, like, one thing it. I want to compliment this movie on. There's. I was really, uh, I was really like afraid that it was gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna be looking in the background the whole time and not paying attention to the um, to the movie to see PS4 Spider Man or to see like this Spider Man. But I think like all the background Spider Man were like random people yeah, that like yeah. I don't know um, that I think were basically just original for this movie that I wouldn't recognize mm -hmm. or wouldn't care to look up. And anyone that was like a reference like PS4 Spider-Man or like the live action ones, or they had a spectacular Spider-Man. I don't know if you know what that is, but like yeah, he like popped shows. up and he like had a line in the movie. And I think it was the right. same guy. And that was the deep cut yeah. for me that like actually got me. I was like, yo, they, that's sick. That's like, mm -hmm. that's really cool. And I think there was um, Spider-Man Unlimited as well. That was like, he had like a cool like, art style or whatever like the red light yeah. art style of spider-man um and i yeah. really appreciate that they just put the references that they know people expect to see up in your face and it was just like there i respect yeah. that i respect that and the reason why i think it's to an extent like kind of cringe and kind of annoying to like be getting references at all contextually in the story um it makes sense because this is a very meta movie. It's talking about the other Spider-Man movies. It's talking about the other stories and how they all kind of weave into this one. And, and it's basically saying like, does every Spider-Man narrative need to kind of have the same thing in order to make Spider-Man who he is? And right. this is like genuinely challenging every movie that came before, whether they show those references or not, that commentary would still be there. So yeah, you should show them, you know, you should show them and you should make it objectively canon to bolster the impact of what you're trying to say. So in my, I think it kind of works in spite of like how cringy I felt like it was at first. By the end of it, I was like, wow, you really made that work. You really like um, successfully pulled that off. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Give me a second. Yeah. Um, um I mean, I was thinking that too. Like when I first, when the, the Spider Verse like opens, you get in there. I remember I was looking, looking around, and yeah. I seen a whole bunch of like I'm familiar with Spider Man. Me too. And I was looking around. I was like, I, I'm, I know I'm not tripping. These are not like real. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was dope too. Like mm -hmm. I saw, like I saw a lot of like cool designs. Yeah. Like just original designs. Mm -hmm. Some really... of them were original, like um, you know, the Metro Boomin one. You know, like yeah, yeah. Like I, I love like the one. The pink, the pink one. Oh, they showed. Uh, I was like, was the pink one? I think that's Koi Leroy. 
or something? No, no, no. It was just like this this guy in the back. He's like he was like half pink, half black. Oh, okay. Okay. He's like kind of big. Yeah. Oh, like, oh. Mm-hmm. like I just saw him. I was like, I know it's not real, but I was like, <laughs> I would like to know about that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the fat I, Spider-Man. I think, the fat Spider-Man that had me dying. Oh, like yeah. the ones that are just like really big. Um but yeah, go on. Yeah, but there's a lot of shots of that and and I, I think it's dope. Mm-hmm. But to me, like seeing the references made me made me care more because like even like because I feel like it it like kind of it kind of makes Miles' story even better because yeah, it does. No one's sp- spectacular Spider-Man says like yeah, like, Miles yeah, it's the only way. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. And it makes you like because you because you show. right, you don't you're not immediately against those other spider-man because it's the one that you know because it's the one that you're familiar with because it's the one that you care about you you connect with it like more so as a result absolutely right yeah i was very happy to say that and it's like um you see it and it's like you like you you either want miles to like prove that guy wrong yeah or it's like damn i fuck with spectacular spider-man so much you yeah. might have a point, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So it's really, it's really well done, and the fact that they brought the original voice actor mm-hmm. the shows like how they care. You they're know, bringing. They're of, doing a third season. They're like continuing it on Disney Plus. Yeah, that's, that's dope. That is dope. I, I did watch the show as a kid, so mm-hmm. I might watch the third season. Yeah, me too. But um, but yeah, when it comes to the fan service, like that's how you do it. That is how you do it. It has to have purpose. If it has purpose. purpose. It, means more they it shows that they care mm-hmm. effort mm-hmm. going out going out their way yeah so that's kudos to them for that mm-hmm. and the whole thing like you know like the major thing with miles being an anomaly is like it's what makes the whole spider-verse thing like special yeah. compared to other multiverse thing is that like he doesn't belong there yeah and like that's the that's the one thing that like it really puts this Spider-Verse ahead of like any multiverse thing that could, that already happened or could happen. Like, I don't see another twist in a multiverse story being as interesting as yes, this. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And the fact that the second movie hasn't even like came out yet, but the fact that like him being anomaly, anomaly yeah. is already, is already clear as like anything yeah. I think they can do in the future. Yeah, I know? think that, I think that that's, um, like what how better could you do it when you have like a multiverse story and you kind of say it's kind of like what everything everywhere also did where it's like well every possibility doesn't work so stop fucking trying and then you know they they somehow justify like the ending like working and stuff and then it just kind of makes it work and i'm only making this connection now i didn't even like think about this before but it's basically the same thing as the matrix and that's kind of why i love the matrix so much because in the second Mm -hmm. one they say you're not the one neo don't act like it's your hot shit to like save the world. You didn't do it the last time. You're not going right. to do it this time. And then they like remix it to be like, nah, like I, I am going to do that. But, you know, they do that thing where like the ending kind of makes you go like, oh, I don't know. Like may- maybe maybe the dude's right, you know, and yeah. um, the level of like thought and the that an insane cliffhanger like that, you have to have foresight if you're going to end your movie like that if you're going to be thoughtful to even set up a story like that in the first place i can't imagine that you're not going to have the payoff like like at least like the ending itself work um so when we saw flash you expressed to me that they might fumble the bag on the next one 
and maybe like the movie will be poorly paced and maybe i'll it'll have issues to where like i don't know i'll give it a lower rating than this one but i think at the end of the day in the same way with matrix even though like the third matrix movie is like my least favorite one i i love the ending like i love how Mm. it ends and how they finish the story and i don't think that the next one's going to disappoint in that regard because um if it will then you shouldn't have even set it up like as crazy as this like you you put a lot on your plate you know and you're not going to do that unless you know that you can finish your plate right yeah yeah we shall see we shall see um but definitely not in march 2024 because that shit is not coming out when they when the movie ended i i saw um I like immediately looked up like when's the next one dropping? When's the next one dropping? And the next one, when I saw it March 2024, I kind of was like, yo, they already worked on it. It's almost done. Cause that's the only way it's coming out next year. And then there's all this like stuff getting I don't know if you've seen this, but like the voice actors were like, Oh, we didn't even record our lines for the next one. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, that shit's not dropping. It's gonna be like more than two years. Like definitely more than two years. Um and uh yeah so that that bums me out and that makes me scared because a lot of the people that were animating the movie there's a lot of i don't know if you've seen it but there's a lot of stuff coming out on like people being like yeah and the way they were saying they were like the guy who like writes the movie and like creates the movie like phil lord um he's like really popular because he did like the lego movie and stuff and and he's like doing the spider-verse stuff he they were saying that like you know they would finish a part and then he'd be like no actually let's change that and that's like unacceptable in like a movie like this with like animation that takes like so long and and right. stuff like that. And I was amazed to hear that. I was fucking amazed because like you don't be hearing like anybody like do that really un- unless like small things here and there. Um, and that kind of gives me the impression that they might fumble the bag if they rush it. Like I don't know why that release date is even set. Like why would you even like why yeah, would you even insane. set that release date? Um, are you gonna rush people? Are you gonna try to like blow this one out the door like as soon as possible? And yeah, it's they 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 set that release date, and you were like thinking, oh, it's already it's already done. Yeah, that's why I had so much confidence by the end of the movie. I'm like, all right, like maybe maybe they already worked on it. If I I know that's not I know this is not how the film industry works, but like if I had an endless amount of money, or if it was like up to me, and I was doing a two parter, I would do it like Matrix, where like. I make two movies, but I release them. I make them at the same time and I release them like really, like really close to each other, like at less than a year apart. I, w- yeah. I would do that. Um, you know, Lord of the Rings like was filmed as if it was like one movie. Like they did all three at the same time, like making them. Like they should that's just fine. do that with yeah, that like, thing. I think that's better. It's better because it makes it function better as a yeah, whole. Like- and, you know, marketing wise, uh, it builds up hype better because like when you finish one, everyone's like, oh, the next one comes out next year. Oh, my God. Like, you know, yeah, it's like she's still fresh. Yeah, know? exactly. Even for the actors, I feel like it'll be easier on them. It won't be like more pressure. You don't have to like you don't have to take like two years off and come like bring the group. back. I know. Leave. Right. Yeah. Like you're already there. Like you're already in the zone. You know? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's Spider-Verse. Like, if there's any movie that you have the liberty to do that with, it's definitely these two. Like, like you should be able to do that with these two. Um, right. And we're in this era where, like, movies like Avatar are taking, like, 20 fucking years to come out. 
I can wait five to six years for Spider-Verse. I don't care. Like, just make it fucking... Make it good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's really a shame. I'm So now, because of that, I am worried for the next one. I am, right. like, cautiously optimistic. Um, but... But, yeah. But regardless yeah. of that, it does kind of put a sour taste in my mouth when I think about this movie that, like, people were, like, you know, not really kind of abused in terms of like crunch and stuff, but it was still an amazing movie. Their efforts were not like completely in vain. Uh, it was, right. it was awesome. Uh, it was the animation, you know, writings on the wall. Everybody said this already, but holy fuck, I didn't think it could be better, but it was, yeah. it was, it was incredible. Yeah. It was fucking incredible. Was this the best animated movie you've ever seen? Like animation wise? Oh. I don't know either. I don't have to watch Redline again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Uh this movie Yeah, this movie is it's great. Yeah. It looks amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Especially how like how Hobie just is just like animated completely different from everyone. Yeah. I know. They like uh they went very hard on him. I saw like an animation thing yeah. talking about like how in the first one, they were like, oh, Miles is animated on twos and Peter is animated on thing. They were talking yeah. about how like Hobie's guitar. He's on threes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? That's sick. That's so cool. That's effort, man. Yeah, that's effort. That's effort. That's thought. That's like pushing the needle, pushing the envelope. And what I kind of went into this with like whatever impressions because the Puss in Boots movie, I don't know if you've like even seen like a clip, but it caught. it's like a Spider-Verse like art style. Like, it looks like Spider-Verse. And it looks, like, k- kind of better than the first one. You know, they in Puss in Boots, like, they do kind of bring it, like, to another level. So I went into this one thinking, like, all right, it'll probably be on, the, like, the level of Puss in Boots. It's better than Puss in Boots. Like, it, it looks, like, amazing. It looks really good. So it's really cool that they're, like, still kind of at the top of the game. Like, they started this new trend. Um, did you see the trailer for, like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one? Um, no. Well, there's... That one's coming out, like in august that's like a month away there's going to be a tmnt one with like this art style so everyone's kind of mimic mimicking this and it's kind of like you know from an audience perspective like who has the one that looks the best and it's this one this one looks amazing um yeah i i love it uh man there's so much to say i i uh oh so many many parts yeah um one of my i really like the spot I really yeah. like when like like um non like non main villains yes spotlight yes i feel like everyone's gonna walk away from like even the, this one or like the next one and think a spy is like a major villain yes, right yes yeah and I, I always like when they bring up like bring up villains to like the standard of like his mate his major ones spot spot comes in you know, he's really funny. You know, he's really goofy. No one takes him serious, but then, like, you just see him spiraling. Yeah. When I saw him, I thought of Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> um, yeah. which, which guy in Full Metal Alchemist? The truth? Like, yeah, the yeah. Yeah, he does. I looked at my boy. I was like, Someone should but, edit, yeah. like, um, like uh, Alphonse, like, in the thing, like, in the final zone. And the spot, like, when the bread, like, slips out of his tummy, just being like... It's over, Alphonse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
also, he also looked like the Gurren Logan guy too. Yeah, the anti spider. Mm-hmm. It had like the same kind of animation style, and like you know the the his power is mm-hmm. similar, kind of. His power is dope. Yeah, it's really cool. Um. Yeah, I really, I really liked him. And then um, even when it's when he was in his goofy mode, and like um, Miles is fighting him, mm-hmm. I was like. Even though, like, I wasn't taking him serious, I was like, "Damn, how is Miles gonna beat this guy?" Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "I don't even see Miles beating him like yeah. in this normal form." Mm-hmm. I don't even imagine how his like his final form is gonna be like. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he had like, like the second fight, not even the second fight, but like pretty much the second fight when his dad is there. Yeah, they had that funny scene with him, like mm-hmm. instead of jumping in the floor, he walks down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he was really, he was really good. It was great. He was awesome. Plus, what he was doing in in the Indian guy. Yeah, Indian. yeah. That that section of the movie was like one of my favorites. I loved, I loved the Indian Spider Man. That to me was when the movie, like the jokes, worked the best for me. There were a lot of times where I was not fucking with the jokes. There was a lot that didn't land, and then there were some that had me like busting out laughing. Like the Indian guy's yeah. intro had me dying when he was like. When like you know Miles is like kind of getting embarrassed like at this other Spider Man, he's like, oh, "I wake up and I'm just so naturally buff, but I don't want to get too buff." You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, "Holy shit, <laughs> that's like hilarious." Yeah, um, and, and uh, like he's like his web sling is like a yo yo. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's that's so, so fucking sick. Yeah, um, I really like uh, like Hobie. I love that he's black. I love when he took off the mask. I'm like yeah. niggas. <laughs> I'm so yeah. happy. Fucking They make these movies he, for us. He had, bro. To, he had to be black. He bro. had to be black. They ain't no you gonna be like you ain't gonna be revolutionary as fucking like against the grain if you're not dark skin. <laughs> yeah. That shit was if so good. A regular UK guy is like Yeah. Ah. Um did you have but a he's problem? Dope. Like he's like him yeah. him and Miguel like the highlights. Yeah. Hobie yeah. doesn't really do much, but it's like Mm-hmm. He's such like a presence. Like, oh he my god! Well, he does. He does a lot, bro. His well, he does not bro, that lot, final. Does... His final moment. I love that he left the movie. I love he says like, yeah. "All right, nigga, I did my job." He's like, "That's so. That's so like Lupin. Like that's such like a cowboy bebop. Like, yep, I'm out. I'm not gonna see how this ends. My part yeah. is done. Um, I love I like the part that, like, where he's even, like, uh, Miles is black and he's black and it's like." When Miles finds out he's black, he's like, fuck. It's kind of like, <laughs> fuck, he's black, too. Does he actually do that? Does he actually say that? No, no but it's like, I know, like, I would be like, fuck, this guy's he's black. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that? I went thing over him, though. Yeah. I, um, I didn't want to, like, spoil anything before we, like, had our talk, but have you seen the memes of, like, <laughs> Miles? Like, when Miles, <laughs> when I was kind of laughing with, like, Spider-Man 2099 was like, you're an anomaly! You're not supposed to exist! You weren't supposed to be Spider-Man! And, like, I was just thinking, like, oh, he's not supposed to be Spider-Man because he's black. And, like, I, I immediately saw a meme on YouTube being, like, yeah. like with someone, like, uh, you know, eating the mic. <laughs> like, you're not supposed to be Spider-Man! You're black! <laughs> I was like, this is great. I love yeah. this meme. Very funny. There's a lot of, like, <laughs> it means that, like, Hobie fucking Gwen and shit. <laughs> I haven't seen that. That's hilarious. That's really funny. Uh, that's funny. Um, yeah. Poor, yeah. poor Miles. Poor Miles. That's okay. He got the bag by the end of it. Uh, I would have found a different, a different 
a different Gwen. Oh, different oh she she backdoored him. She backdoored him too. Yeah, in that multiverse, there has to be a different Gwen. So no, but that's that's your Gwen. You know. Yeah, my Gwen. <laughs> I can't fucking do better for. Us. Was that the implication that she um that she did like in spite yeah. of? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's um, a kid movie. Yeah. I know, but there were some. I don't know. Kind of, but kind of not. There were some. Yeah, not, not, not to that extent. No, but there were a lot of like lines, like "Oh, you left your shoes at my place" or something. I was wondering if yeah. there was like something like that that I missed. Um, I think. Um, I think. I think we we made it that funny, <laughs> but like I don't think there was like yeah people are gonna think he smashed. Mm, yeah, mm, yeah. Gwen is like what sixteen. Are they? <laughs> Maybe. Not Hobie. Like I think Gwen is like sixteen. Oh, interesting. They don't want to get too anime. They'll yeah. get canceled. <laughs> is this in Jobless Reincarnation? <laughs> Which uh, comes back next season. Yep. But yeah, not yet. You know, Hobie, Hobie's, Hobie's like, Hobie's amazing. Yeah. Did you have a problem oh. hearing his uh, dialogue? Do you have a problem with like the audio mixing? That's like one of the complaints. Yeah, I read about that. Yeah, I, I immediately noticed it and I immediately felt it while I was watching the movie. And I yeah. kind of walked out like maybe it was a theater specific issue. Maybe it was the movie. And if it was the movie, it was so bad that I was like, they will fix it when it comes out on digital. Like they have to because like I couldn't understand yeah. anything he was saying. And they, like, and they when, that, when he like reviews reviews that he's black, I don't think I really heard what he was saying. I didn't hear anything he was saying. Yeah, there were a lot of key dialogue moments where I just straight up missed what they were saying because um, mm -hmm. the music and stuff was too loud. Uh, very surprising because like it seems like the movie is so perfectionist in like the animation and the way it's directed, and then for something so important to kind of slip up like that. So I think that they did finish it. I, I think I don't think that the person like making the, doing the audio mixing like fucked up because any person that does that as a job. Would would know that that's like unacceptable. Um, I think it was just an accident, and they like sent the wrong one out or something. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But um. But yeah. What else? Um, what else did they say? Miguel. Miguel's. Miguel's fucking up. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, he is. Because I played the Spider-Man kind of dimension. Game. Me too. Me too. That's how I. That's what I know him from. So I. I really yeah. love. I love that he's like. Even in it at all, because I love twenty ninety nine. His design is sick. His his Design's world, insane. his world is awesome, um, and I I love his story, and uh, yeah, I, I love, love that, that he's like he's like the captain. Yeah, I, like, I know. And it's like he's like he's the guy, you know. Mm -hmm. it's Miguel Miguel's like Miguel's like Batman over there. Yeah, basically running the Justice um, League, holding it down. Yeah. Um, so cool. He is so like Batman, like, mm -hmm. like not laughing, nothing's funny. There were a lot of jokes yeah. in his intro scene that I didn't like yeah. because they were. It felt like, oh shit, Miguel's here, scary tone, and then they would be cracking jokes. That's like one of my criticisms. I did not find yeah, the movie think... funny. Sometimes, not. It's not that the movie wasn't funny or that the jokes were bad. I mean, some of them were bad, but like. There were a lot of jokes that were good. They, I just felt like they were really weirdly timed. Like even when he's yeah. getting chased, I'm like, I don't know if it's appropriate to like show a part where he like rides on the cowboy because 
This is like a really important, this is like a high stakes, like, it's like a big deal what's going on. Uh, this is, I think the first movie had jokes during serious parts, but the jokes were not trying to take away from the dr dr uh, dramatic nature of like what was happening. Um, right. Like one joke in I the think... first, go ahead. No, you go ahead. One joke in the first one when like, I just like watched a clip from the first one, but like, you know, Peter Porker, he's like an inherently like funny character whenever he's on screen. Um, you know, there's a part where he's like, you don't like cartoons. And then he like beats the fuck out of like one of the final guys. And then when he leaves, when he like goes in the portal, he's like, that's all folks. But like, it doesn't take away from the dramatic like, nature. <laughs> See, it's hilarious. Like, it's really funny. But like, yeah. I'm not sitting there going like, oh, no, I'm not. I'm not sitting there not saying, oh, no, he's leaving. Like, I'm still saying that in spite of like laughing at the same time, you know? Right, yeah. And uh, this move, this the first movie strike that balance very well, where it felt like the jokes and the stuff. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I felt like it was on point, and I did not feel like the movie was on point uh, with this one. Yeah, I feel like um, um, the Peter Parker that had a kid mm -hmm. when, like, when when Miguel when they showed Miguel that he came. Yeah, I didn't think they they kind of like stretched like the whole baby thing. Yeah, like yeah. I was kind of like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. I don't know. That's I how know. I felt. I think that it, it's been a long time since I've seen the first one, but I do recall he was like the other main character of like the first mm -hmm. one. So I understand that um, I feel like they kind of needed to show him because that was like his only like part in the movie, like that one yeah. part. Um, uh, so I kind of give it a pass, but I, I also felt the same way. I'm like, this bit is like annoying. <laughs> yeah, because... Um, Cause what's going on is not funny. <laughs> like Miguel's like, it's cute that he has a like, kid, but it's like it's yeah. not. I wish that you didn't like make that the point for like two minutes straight. Yeah, yeah. Like everything he said was like about his kid. Yeah. Like he never <laughs> like everything he said was about him having a kid. Yeah. But like that's why I say Miguel's like Batman because he's like the dude's like firing jokes and Miguel's like. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's yeah. like um, I'm gonna tell you later, like after. Yeah. But, um, Miguel's phone, and then like, cause he knows that like Miles is like fucked up in India, cause like the canon event shit. So he knows like this is like it's serious, and then like this is like my daughter, my daughter, my daughter, and I was like, alright, but um, but yeah, other than that. Miguel, Miguel's great. I like how big he is. He has a little little things on yeah. him. Mm -hmm. I love, yeah, I love that too. And like, and when he's chasing, when he's chasing uh, Miles, it's like, yeah, it's like an extra, oh shit, it's Miguel. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone else is like, oh, it's Spider-Man. Yeah. It's, it's Miguel. Miles, dope though. Yeah. It's I love his, his voice actor too. Yeah. Who is it? Um, I need to look. He's, it up. he's he's really popular. I forgot his name though. Yeah, I'll look it up. But one thing I wanted to ask about was the music. I loved it, and I felt like it was yeah. very beautifully integrated into this film. One of my biggest pet peeves with big, um, you know, uh, Hollywood movies that have hip hop like soundtracks, they don't put it in the movie. They don't put it in the movie. Right. The Kendrick Lamar album. Kendrick Lamar made an album for your movie and like none of his songs were really in the movie. 
um, or incorporated mm -hmm. like into the thing. And that's such a fucking waste. That's such a waste. Um, but this one, it felt like they were incorporated and they were all like perfect for the scenes. Like the scene mm -hmm. where he's like swinging around with Gwen is enhanced by the song. Like the song like works so well with it. And um, right. maybe it's, maybe a lot of that has to do with the fact that number one, there was very clearly coordination. I think like he said, hey, this is the Gwen and Miles scene. Write a song for this. Here's what it's going to look like. I think they, they yeah. had to have done that because it like worked way too well. Um, but also because it was Metro booming kind of overseeing like the whole thing. And it was kind of like right. a like a one vision, like I'm going to kind of do the score. I mean, not the score, but like the soundtrack is going to be under like this one umbrella. Unlike the first one where it was like individual artists doing their own thing and they kind of had to like maybe wedge that into the movie, um, you know? Uh, not to say that I didn't like the music in the first one, but I think it was more effective in this than even the first one. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Loved I it. did like it. Yeah. I did. But I remember, there's another scene where I really liked the music. Um, I was thinking of one that I've been listening to is like, I think it's when he like leaves uh, the 2099 universe. And like, I believe they play Annihilate like when that happens um i believe they play a song that's like the one that like sits with me i don't know if that i was trying to remind you of whatever you were thinking of no i don't i don't even remember mm. okay well that's just one thing i wanted to mention because i loved that aspect and um when did you were you in like a crowded theater or anything yeah you were uh how did people react at the end <laughs> no no reaction no audible reaction only a few. Oh, okay. Did people go, yeah. no, what the fuck? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. A lot of people uh, on the internet are saying that their experience was like that, where everyone in the theater was like, what? No. What? Oh my God. Seriously. Um, I yeah. didn't, I didn't feel that way. Uh, well, I, I knew because I, I, I felt it kind of inside, like, damn, like I'm going to have yeah. to wait. I did kind of feel that, but I didn't make an audible, like, you know, like I was two hours into the movie at that point, I knew it wasn't gonna wrap up. It was very clear that it wasn't. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like I knew, like they couldn't go and fight Spot within the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is gonna wrap up soon. Yeah. So I wasn't like, ah. I don't know. I guess those people are like so like. I always knew they were going to make a third one, so yeah. <laughs> I was like, I kind of was like, okay, it did. Um, it did end in a way that doesn't feel like it completed the story though. Um, I know that we will watch movies and there's a lot of two-parters or there's a lot of like movies that are one story um, where like, you know, the sequel continues it. But there's a difference between like a movie like Kill Bill Volume 1 where like it has a start and it has an end. And even though the end isn't the end of like the whole story, it's the end of the arc. I don't feel like we even got the end of the arc in this movie. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That does make it feel kind of weird when you're watching it. Uh, I, I will admit that. And um, I think that this is one of those scenarios where if we lived in a society where making a four hour movie was acceptable <laughs> society, I'm sorry, <laughs> where we live, if we lived in a world where a four hour movie was okay, I think they would have just, 
oh, combine them. I think they yeah. just would have like made it one. Um, but yeah, so that is kind of weird. But the cliffhanger is sick and it's cool, and I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's only the twist to the whole multiverse thing. Yeah, yeah. It really like, and it really like enforces the fact that like he wasn't supposed to be Miles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, so. I, what's the implication in that universe like because the, the the spider was from that one mm-hmm. so was the spider supposed to bite that miles or was it supposed to bite his uncle or not hmm? wasn't it wasn't it supposed to bite peter oh yeah peter yeah yeah, yeah so yeah oh yeah okay now i'm only just connecting those dots now wow yeah, cool. so not no Peter. He's the prowler. Oh, sick. I, <laughs> I guess I guess they they're also saying like if that if that fucked up universe went according to plan, like yeah. the the spider didn't jump, then our Miles would become the prowler, prowler as well. You know, you know what I mean? Mm, so, yeah. I but he was he was supposed to become a villain. Became an anomaly, became Miles. You, know? you think so? Because his, I think, was his uncle was the the prowler in his universe. You know, yeah, it's true. Yeah, well, maybe shit would have like, sucked for him either like, way. His uncle would have died. Probably, probably the prowler sidekick. Yeah, probably. Wait. He probably um, would have taken the name of the prowler if he wasn't like a Spider Man. He probably would have just filled that those shoes and seeked vengeance like Osborne or something. I don't know. Because if Miles doesn't get the bite, I think it's implied that like the, the Peter from Miles, our Miles, our Peter, yeah. wouldn't have died, right? Yes. Yeah. So if Peter doesn't die. I don't know how he would become. Right. Well, you know how that scene they have when like they first meet and they he gets the bite and they do this little spidey sense, but his is like green and purple. Mm-hmm. And then it turns red and blue. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's like I guess he would have became the prowler. I think that scene kind of tells mm. you. That's but like their fate changed once they like they met. Yeah. That's so. that's a cool way of, of seeing it. I uh Yeah, you know, I'll have that as my as my head cannon as well until yeah. the next one comes out but um yeah i i also like the spot i love i loved gwen's universe every time they went to gwen's universe i was like this movie not the animation is good but the animation is good in service of the story like it it's it's made for to you know enhance whatever it's trying to do gwen's universe and the art style of that and like the colors of it was amazing mm-hmm. and i was just like other animated movies need to start being on this type of wave because everything's ass compared to this. <laughs> like, I need I need things to kind of, you know, start putting in the Spider-Verse like kind of approach where the animation is in service of the emotions and the characters and like what's what what's what it's trying to make me feel outside of like oh, it looks like a Pixar movie, you know? Yeah. Loved that. Loved that a lot. I think we covered mostly 
everything. Um, I like Spider T Rex. That made me like laugh out loud. That was awesome. The chase had a lot of great moments. Yeah. yeah. The chase was the chase was dope. Even like the when he was like, like I love the spider, the spider cowboy. Yeah, I thought he looked he looked so cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I instantly thought of Arthur Morgan. I was like, oh, this is the universe of <laughs> Arthur. That's funny. Yeah. But like you know, when they're chasing him, he gets on a horse and he's like, wants to do like the western like standoff, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's like, <laughs> him instantly. Yeah. That's funny. There's a, there's a, like the T Rex, even when like the old like the old old Spider Man was like swinging, but he was like really like slow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's funny. The chase had a lot of good moments. Yeah, it did. Even like you know like that moment when he was like telling my guy, he's like, "Nah, I'm gonna do my own thing." Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No, that is something I, I remember. You know. Yeah, that's something I'll never forget. It's a black thing. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like, oh, I love it. I love it. I love how they are really making movies for us. Metro Boomin is doing like fucking soundtracks. Fucking black people are like, no, like, bust. Oh, it's so fucking sick. Yeah, it's so good. fucking sick. I love it. I, I will also never forget that. That's really great. Yeah. Yeah. It's dope. Yeah, I think um I think that's I, cool. I like that he like he's mad at Gwen. I yeah. love that he's mad at Gwen. Mm-hmm. She backdoored me. <laughs> yeah. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like how they like how he started like questioning even the the other Peter Parker. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you guys knew. Yeah. Didn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. Very challenging. Just like Matrix. It challenges the first one. Challenges yeah, then, it. Yeah, I like I like that. I love that he's mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't, that would have got me mad. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Man, I love it. I love when movies um, are very culturally in line with kind of the sensibilities of people nowadays. It makes it feel more realistic. It makes it feel less yeah. formulaic. And we haven't gotten this ever, really ever in like a mainstream, like, uh, like you know, big up Hollywood superhero thing. Um, yeah. Even outside of superheroes, like we don't get like shit like this. So... This is really nice, and I really like it. And I guess my last question for you is, what did you think of... what? How do you think, rating-wise, this compares to the first one? Because um, there are a lot of elements of it that are undeniably better, but there's a lot that is undeniably holding it back as well. But it's it's one of those things where there are 10 out of 10 elements to it, but as a whole, does it kind of you know, come together to be on the same level as the first one. Do you have a rating for the first one? I can give it an eight. I also, but gave, I also gave it an eight. The thing is, is just that the fact, it's hard, it's hard to rate. It's it, because like how it ended. Yes, I know. Um, I feel like a more appropriate rating will be will make sense with like the second movie. Yeah, the rating the the second movie will affect the rating of this one yeah um, absolutely yeah and uh yeah. the only other movie i felt this way with was um uh like i know i said i like you know kind of didn't really watch dune but that's like a collective opinion of a lot of people with dune they were like oh like the the movie just kind of stopped and like uh yeah. we didn't get to see like the continuation of it and i do think that 
you know, when I'm judging a movie on its own, like Lord of the Rings, like I think that like a, the YouTuber I watch, like I, I really agree with this perspective that he had. He was saying like if Kill Bill Volume 1 got made and they never made Volume 2, like Volume 1 would still be a 10. Like Volume 1 doesn't depend on the second right. one being good. And the same goes for Lord of the Rings. Like the first Lord of the Rings movie is like a masterpiece and the it doesn't have like that kind of like oh, we didn't get to finish the story because the arc finished, you know? It was like a it was like an anime arc like that like concluded. Yeah. And um I think that that is something that if you're, you know, trying to uh you know make your movie feel whole and feel complete you should try to have like a beginning middle and end and uh i do think that pulls from this a little bit so uh, it does i think um especially because that like i just watched as you know i watched the star wars yeah and, yeah and and even those like i saw those as like you know i know that it's a trilogy both of them mm -hmm. like i still see that like one episode that's really like its own thing and i can rate it alone without the influence of yes. the next or the previous prior you mm -hmm. know but this one i really i don't know i don't, I don't think i can okay is this the way it, you know like star wars how each one ends it's like it's really its own thing right? yeah what yeah it is a two-parter i see i see so will you rate them as one or will you rate them individually like after the fact I think I'll rate them as one, especially because okay. I have a gut feeling that the next one is probably going to fumble. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly. Yeah. Uh, I hope I'm wrong, but yeah. I think, I don't think I can really rate this one. Okay. I, with, say again? Without like the knowledge of the next one. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I, I'm going to rate it for now. I think that, uh, I think honestly, even if the next one fumbles, uh, it's gonna have to fumble pretty bad for me to like dislike this movie. Yeah. Um, and I really, yeah, I really don't think it like, will to dislike it. It would yeah. have, have to be an unrealistic fumble. Yeah, for for or or for the honestly, even for like the rating, maybe the rating would go down one point. Maybe that's what I was thinking. That's yeah, what I was thinking. Like, but one um, at most. Yeah, but uh. I'm going to give it a seven. I gave the first one an eight. Uh, there were more things besides the ending that I didn't like. I didn't like um, the, the the jokes. Um, it was kind of just the jokes and the, the audio mixing like did detract from my rating because I was like, is that permanent? Is that going to stay there? Um, uh, so the audio, the jokes, and the ending. And I think the jokes and the ending are enough to kind of give it a seven because it does like it does feel very off for me as a result and then you know little things like peter kind of not being in it as much like even if the jokes weren't there he just yeah. isn't really in it as much but uh i understand that this movie kind of has its priorities in other places so i don't really hold that against it i still really love it i still really connect with it and um i am looking forward to the next one fingers crossed um hopefully hopefully it delivers uh but yeah gotta be good um yeah so uh have you seen the lego movie yeah. the lego movie uh is like done by like the same guys who like did this like this spider-verse kind of only exists because like 
the Lego movie was like so good and they kind of got like all that clout from that. Um, I really like that movie. I know it's like a kid's movie, but it, it rocks. It was like, it's like Spider-Verse before Spider-Verse. It's like something that looks different and looks good and like kind of has like a like story that you actually connect with in spite of like how stupid it might seem on the surface. Yeah. I mean, Lego, Lego always delivers like the Lego games, like the Batman games or the Batman movies. Like, yeah. Really good. Oh, you've seen the Lego Batman movie? I haven't, I haven't, I haven't like seen it, but like yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. Like, I've seen, yeah. I've seen like all the clips on, on YouTube. Yeah. I, I watched like, like all the like long analysis on it too. <laughs> analysis on the, on the Lego Batman movie? <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I love that like, movie. How, like, I think Nerdstalgia did a bit of how, how it's like a faithful adaption. Mm, it is. It's adaptation. very good. Yeah. 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 And oh. people are always like ranking the Jokers. And like, I think Zach Galifianakis from Hangover is amazing as Joker in that mm. one. He's, yeah. it's really good. I really like that movie. But um, maybe one day we'll talk about it. But yeah, uh, that is um, Spider-Verse. Let me just make a break in the recording. Uh, all right, so now before we like made our little like cancellation postponement, um, we were gonna do an episode on Avatar and Bell, and since then I have seen Bell, and we watched Avatar together, and we just kind of never got the opportunity to talk about it. So the reason why I saved it for afterwards, in spite of us seeing that first, is because um, I feel like yeah, it's been a while. We won't have as much to say. Um, doesn't have to be a big discussion, but, uh, you know, I want to kind of get our thoughts out on that very briefly. Or do you want to talk about, do you want to talk about Avatar within the other stuff that you like watch, like your whole list of things or? You I'm just going to go over it really quick. Yeah, go ahead. If, if, you Avatar, don't, if you don't, yeah. Avatar was, I really liked it. Say again? It looked, I really liked Avatar. It looked Yay. great. Yay. That's, that's all you really here for, right? Mm-hmm. It look good. I wanted yes, it, it to look amazing. I wanted yeah. revolutionary visual effects that were going to kind of change the way I see visual effects in the same way that the last one did. I didn't feel that way with the last one because I was too young to kind of appreciate that mm -hmm. at all. This right. one, I actually kind of have the eye for it now. Like even when I was in high school, like if you told me like, oh, the visual effects in this are re revolutionary, I'm like, it looks the same as a Marvel movie. What are you talking about? Um, but in this one, I literally like, you weren't looking at me like while I was watching the movie, we were sitting next to each other, but my jaw was like this for like the underwater segments. I was like, I know, dude. <laughs> it was so good. It, they, um, it came out, uh, on, on max, max, max. It came out on max and Disney yeah. plus and I rewatched it. I, I got a new TV. Um, and I got a, like an actual, like 4k thing now. So I watched nice. it away that, Mr. Cameron intended for me to watch it. Um, and, uh, and I fucking love it. I fucking love it. I, I really yeah. like this movie. Um, it feels very Jojo. <laughs> I love that the main bad guy came back. I love that it's like contrived and like you weren't expecting it at all. And it's like stupid and, um, you know, but it's like taking itself like uber seriously. And I, I love how Cosmonaut put it. Jake Sully is an anime protagonist, you know? I fight for my family. Yeah. 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 The water looked incredible. It looked incredible. Yeah. And uh, gotta say thanks to you for 
having us watch it in 3D. Yay! I'm so happy. I'm so happy. The rip it looked. It was like breathtaking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It made me want to jump in the pool. <laughs> me too. I like wanted to take a swim after watching that movie. I really yeah. connected with it beyond like uh, like visual effects looking good and it being like a spectacle. Like it made me. I feel like the whole point of Avatar is to kind of appreciate nature and appreciate life through this like yeah. fictional world. And I really did through like this water tribe and the whale and stuff. Like I really did connect with it and it was really cool. And um, it's just, I don't know. It's kind of like when you go on vacation and you like go to a beach for like the first time in like a really long time or something. It kind of gives me that feeling where like just looking outside and just seeing the sun like beam on like the trees and stuff. That's kind of like, if I had to kind of give an analogy, I know that's like the most broad thing that like everyone can experience. But I don't right. go outside that much. <laughs> so, you know, um, this movie was right. kind of like such a pleasant experience. It kind of just made me really happy to be alive. <laughs> and, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's be, great. Be able I to think, feel the water. I think everyone should watch it. I think everyone should watch it. I love Jake Sully's kids. I think it's so wholesome that he's got like a little family. And I love that the story is basically centered around his kids. I don't know if you've seen the cover for the Blu-ray. Oh, Manny, you're a cover guy. The cover for the Blu-ray is so fire. It's like, oh, I'm going to try to send it like right now. But it's like, no, I'm just going to explain it. It's um, it's like a, like the Blu-ray, like a Blu-ray cover is like, you know, like land yeah. this size. But the, <clears throat> the black, the bars like up here and up here, it's like blocking it and it's just like a landscape photo of of him and his kids like like just not actually he's not in it jake sully's not in the on the cover it's his kids like playing in the water i'm like oh my god that's so fire that's so yes yeah, yes yeah, it's so good it's such, like i gotta buy that i gotta buy that oh my god it's amazing it's like an incredible cover yeah yeah I like that one of his kids die. I like that they actually pull that off. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. And it's like, even though like, you know, like, like we just met him this movie. Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah. Shit hurt. It did. Yeah. That's Jake Sully's yeah, kids. He, something like this, he was expecting, well, he got shot, oh, but they'll save him. Yeah. Yeah. But bro just, bro just died. Mm-hmm. And I really I like, like yeah, that's it. That's it, Derek. I really like, it feels appropriate because it feels like the point of avatar and the point of like this franchise is to kind of just be about valuing life in spite of the hardships that come and like you know uh not just fight for the things that you care about but to appreciate them while they're there so i think it's really appropriate for like one of the kids to die i actually think that uh that's like the the ending they needed to do for a story like this especially since um the movie is kind of the same plot as the first one. Like, how are you going to bolster that? How are you going to make it like more important? In the first one, it was like the father of Neytiri like dying or or the mother. I don't even remember exactly, but that was kind of like the big death in the first one and Sigourney Weaver. Like those were the, like the two things that you were supposed to care about. Um, and in this one, I'm really happy that it was the kid uh, because it's Jake Sully's boy, you know? And, and it was cool. Yeah. And, uh, it was it was dope. I really love the Sigourney Weaver like teenage girl like idea of like she got reincarnated 
kind of like through this like new person that like doesn't have the memories of her but you know clearly like there's some dna like sinking going on i think that's fucking sick and i'm so excited to see whatever she does um it's gonna be awesome uh yeah i'm also excited yeah yeah i if uh, i was them i'll just stay i'll stay in that water town i think i think the the idea was that they well how did it end exactly it's been a long time but i think they justified i think there was like a narrative reason why they were like we're gonna bounce and we're gonna like hop around or whatever maybe they're trying to gather I think, their army i think just because that guy is chasing them yeah and that and like everybody was like mad about that but i think that's sick as fuck i think that i think it's sick as fuck for you to like just do the same shit like each movie to me that's like really nostalgic of like um like not only anime but like uh like when i'm reading like a book series and they and it's kind of like the same thing over and over again like um have you heard of like a series of unfortunate events like the book series i love that series because like it's all canon and they're all like they do take place in like an order but it is literally the same thing over and over again but just like a different setting different place you know and i i just i don't know there's something about like a story with stakes and like real peril that's happening but it just keeps going and it just keeps going and right. going and going with like new settings, new new places, new people, um, without like necessarily doing like a different thing each time. There's a weird charm to that that I kind of love because they know that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like you know, just do do yeah. the thing that you know works. Kind of. All thing. that matters at that point is just like execution. You know? Yeah, yeah, and the so. things that are like expanding the story, like um. Like, I love the melodrama with, like, you know, his son being, like, human and, like, him being, like, technically a new guy, not, like, the old guy and, like, being in a Navi body. You know, that's beautiful. Like, he's in a Navi body, but, like, he's he's in his old ways, but he can't deny, like, his love for his son, which ties into Jake Sully's love for his son, you know, and, oh, like, I don't know. I love that melodrama. It's, you know, it's it, it feels very anime. Just, like... Yeah. Just like the story telling itself without characters having to talk. Like just the nature of like the situation. You can the themes are like, you know, breathing breathing through that, you know. Um wasn't a perfect movie because the kid sucked. Is <laughs> that he was like his acting was bad. But the positives of it kind of outweighed that. Um I kind of accepted like shit like that. Like I didn't really care. Yeah. yeah. Um I think I said this like when we watched it, but I was like, this is like the best like mid movie ever. <laughs> like it's the best like movie that has like just a normal story, normal yeah. shit that you'd expect. Um, but it's just like, it's rendered in like the most beautiful, realistic way possible to the extent that it hits a part of my brain that uh, kind of not a lot of movies are able to hit. Um, right. And I know that this might, I don't know, it might remove my movie critic card by saying this, but if like, if movies like, if everything looked like this, <laughs> I would like love it. And like, I would, I, I would give it like free points just off of that on just like yeah. the way that it looks. And that's, that's kind of uh, how I feel. The story can like, you know, fall back or, you know, it can have like bad acting, but uh, it genuinely like is, is carried by the visuals and. Um, not carried a hundred percent. You know the story is like good enough to where like I feel comfortable giving it a seven out of ten, 
um, you know, without feeling like I'm giving a trash movie that, but like what I'm trying to say is that if this looked like a Marvel movie, it would be like a five, but it's like a seven because of the way that it looks and the way that it's like directed and stuff, you know, and the story, the water, the melodrama, the whole point of the thing, it all ties together very beautifully. Um, and yeah, that's kind of all I have to say. It's been a long time, even though I just rewatched it. Uh, but great movie. Uh, I heard the new one got delayed. I don't even know when it was going to come out, but it might be another decade. <laughs> might be another decade before we get the next one. I'll be there. I'll be there too. I'll be there too. I hope he's going to die <laughs> before he finishes them. Like he will die. James Cameron. Yeah. He's 68. And that makes me sad. Um, but I'll savor it while it lasts. That's kind of the thing, you know? It's kind of like, I don't need to see the end. I don't mm-hmm. care that much about where it ends. I just kind of care about seeing them, seeing my... It's like Dragon Ball, you know? Like, Dragon mm-hmm. Ball doesn't have an ending, you know? Right. So, it's just, I'm just going to see my characters. I'm just going to see them have fun. Bro, if by, like, the seventh movie, like... The, the bad guy like teams up with Jake Sully and they're like fighting like a bigger bad guy. That'll be so anime. <laughs> That'll be so anime. Uh, but yeah. Um, Frieza. Yeah. Frieza comes in. Supernova. Die, Jake Sully. You fucking monkey. Yeah, I gave it a six. Yeah. It's a decent score for it. Um, I'm going to give it a seven. Uh, maybe it'll go down to a six on like further rewatches. Maybe the luster will wear off, but, um, but yeah, loved it. Very, very wonderful. Um, and yeah, do you want to talk about bell? Cause I had the opportunity to see bell. I saw it in March. So it's a little fresher in my head and I had a lot to say about it. Um, I started bell. The reason why we never did that other episode was because I watched it on my computer i think i watched i think i told you i watched like 30 minutes of it and i was like this is a movie i i really wish i could watch in a theater like i'm really upset that i have to like watch this on like my computer and then i just turned it off um and then they were playing it in a theater for one day at like my local like art house theater that i like to go to um so i watched it there and I had a wonderful experience because I was high. <laughs> I got high before. But, um, you know, I still remember it. Like, it, it didn't, like, escape my brain. Um, it just enhanced the experience a lot. And I'm not going to act like that didn't influence my experience. But I think regardless of that, I would still love this movie. Um, I loved it because it was Summer Wars, if it was a romance specifically, and if it had songs. And the songs were good. And I felt like the romance was done well. And I love the Summer Wars, like, you know, different universe, digital realm thing. Um, And that really connected with me. So, you know, the writing was on the wall that I would enjoy this. But what did you think? Um, It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to, we don't have to, like, really discuss it, like, in depth or anything. I don't remember much, but I don't really... I don't really remember liking it. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, you don't but, have to go like super into it. We can kind of leave it at that if that's like all you got to say. Do you have a rating I think for it? The ending, mm-hmm. or like she goes and saves the kid from the abusive dad. Yeah. I think that was like kind of outlandish. <laughs> mm. 
outlandish <laughs> as in goofy or outlandish because he was like 14 or whatever? No, I think the fact that like if she was with everyone, like all her friends, her neighbors, like when they like saved them in the game yeah. or did whatever in the game. Yeah. And then she was like, and then they was like, I found where he is. Mm-hmm. And then she just took off with like no back, like no one, like with no help, but like mm-hmm. she just went alone. Yeah. And I get, cause it's like, this is like going to be their moment of the romance, you know, he's like a kid. Yeah. But like when she went and then like the dad like punched her, I was like, this is insane. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Like if you came with like the guys I don't know. I was like Yeah. I like I was thinking like if this kid's in danger, like why would you just like run run it like face first into and just try like you just saves them off getting beat up. Mm-hmm. Like did she like take did she like I think she got punched one. Yeah, I think I think he did. Uh, I don't know. When I was watching I was like, why didn't you bring the people with you? Right. Yeah. I feel that. I I loved the ending. <laughs> I really liked it. I think um my interpretation of that scene when it comes to like the other people not coming with her it I think it was kind of I don't know. I guess I don't really have a defense for that. It's just it's not really their moment. It would be kind of like not appropriate for them to be there kind of not yeah. No, so, I understand that. I think they all consciously I think like when she walked out of the room, I think there was like a shot of them all like standing there like right, she's gonna go do it. I think they all like deliberately did not follow her because like I don't know, imagine if like you had like a serious interaction like with your girlfriend or something and all your boys were there. Like are they supposed nah, to No, but the, the thing <laughs> is was like that that they know the kid's in danger. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. They saw it. They saw on camera that their dad came in and was like, if my girl was going to come save me, I wouldn't want her whole family to be there. Like when it happens, you know, I kind of want to have my moment. Your dick's going to get beat up, bro. Even if she gets beat up, like I kind of want to have that be like a thing with just me and her. And I think that's kind of the idea that the characters in the movie had where it's like, like this is her like moment. And it would be really awkward if we were all there to either steal the thunder from her or stand there and just watch her do it. Steal the thunder. Steal the thunder. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess she so. She gets fucking mauled by a grown man. <laughs> yeah. But I love that because, like, the guy... I love these, like, Mamre Hoster movies when they do crazy shit like that where, like, something, like, really outlandish happens where, like, a character, like, hits, like, another character or, like, someone says something that's, like, really out there. Like, when the guy punched her, that is crazy. That's like, wow, whoa! Like... You know, it was like super fucked up. And the guy like realized like, oh my God, like what am I doing, bro? Um, and I love that the girl like didn't fight back because she knows that's kind of counterintuitive to now like how she feels about the world and how she feels about the boy. Like she has like love in her heart. And if she like were to start like wailing on the dude, it would kind of be very in contrast with kind of the feelings that she has like accrued now based on the experience that she went through throughout the entire movie and with the boy. And I think like her, like not beating up the guy is also supposed to be like, like I love this boy like enough to where like, I'm not going to like fight you. Like I will stand here and I will take the beating. If you really are about to do that, like you really are about to like beat up a random person. Cause like, this is that big of a deal. Like, you know that you're like out of line. She didn't even have to say anything. She didn't even have to like throw hands back. Cause like he knew she knew that he knew like that he was wrong kind of but that's how i felt and i love this movie
particularly because of the because of the ending, and this is like the main thing that I wanted to say when I when we ended up talking about it. Um, the dude is like fourteen, and it's like an online thing, and that is obviously to like a lot of people in America kind of sus. But um, you know, if I were to compare it to Poppy Hill, where I it's been a long time and I'm not like on my A1 shit mentally, so I'm not able to like articulate it. But if you remember that discussion and you remember the point that I was making about like, if you really love someone, like these things that people say are like bad, these are social things that are like ingrained into people mentally. And if you really love someone, you're not gonna let that shit get in the way of it. So I really disliked the plot of poppy where that was kind of getting in the way of it because the answer was obvious and i feel like they shouldn't have been playing that weird like silent game like the whole thing and i love that in this movie it kind of has a similar like weird like social thing attached to it and i know that this one's like a little bit more questionable but i i think that there is a lot of people like that and i'm gonna be honest i had something like that for me when i was like 16 i was on discord all the time and there was like a girl that i was talking to and i was 16 and she was 18 and i've always had this perspective that that age gap is not big enough to be like that big of a deal i don't care what the law says but like when i was 18 i was not that different from when i was 16 and like she wasn't either so shouldn't be like making like a crazy deal of it and especially in the online world where the whole point of the story is that you're being your true self you're being your most honest, genuine self, right? The thing that I was saying about Poppy, like if, like if you're being your most honest, genuine self, you you would know that you like love the guy. You wouldn't have to even think about that. Um, they're being their most honest, genuine selves. So when she sees the kid, when she sees that it's like a 14 year old boy, she like immediately is like beast. Oh my god, it's me! And like like you know, it, it's it's like so intuitive. It's not like any bullshit that happens it's like an automatic like dude don't worry i love you it doesn't matter type of thing da, 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 da. like obviously it does matter to some extent like they're not going to be like you know doing anything you know you know what i'm trying to say but it's it it gets the point it gets the point of like what i was saying with poppy and by the end of it they loved each other and they cared about each other and the kid, that was like the plot of the movie. Like the kid didn't reveal himself because he's a kid. And he was like self-conscious that, um, obviously the stuff with the dad he was self-conscious about, but he was also self-conscious about the fact that he was a kid. And in any normal situation, Manny, in any like real world scenario, the older person would have just stopped talking to the kid because they don't want to get in trouble, right? But like, that does not invalidate the experience that you had. It doesn't invalidate the, the feelings that you had. And I don't feel like you should reject that. Um, I feel like you should be true to yourself and do whatever, do what you want to do that, that you connect with. And I loved that this movie basically said that in, in like a really honest way. And I think that because the kid was 14 and because like, that's kind of like a touchy subject and the movie is saying what it's saying, I think that's really daring. And I think that's really risky and really ballsy and that's kind of what I want out of my movies. I want to see something new. I want to see something that kind of challenges the status quo and, and says something that people are afraid to say, that people like are already thinking. And that's kind of how I felt uh, Bell was doing, and I wasn't expecting it to be that at all. I was just expecting it to be like Summer Wars, but like lovey-dovey. Um, and to kind of 
going to my next point, it was a music movie. It was very lovey-dovey, and the music slapped. The music, the music was awesome. I fucking loved the goddamn music. No, I did it. Yeah, I did. yeah. And um, watching it in a theater and watching it in 4K was amazing because the movie really has like an amazing sense of scale. Whenever they're in the digital world, I'm like, yeah, you're really, you're really making the digital world look better than the real world because of like how big and how cool it is. Like if I don't know if we ever go into like the digital world or if there's ever like a sort of online universe. I hope it like is as expansive as that, where it's just like endless buildings, like just going for eternity. Like that's that's fucking sick. And I think that was visualized beautifully. And the ending where she's like singing and she's like la 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 la, and like everybody else is like singing with her. I you know once again I was high, so these emotions were being heightened by like three. But um, I fucking loved that. I fucking loved that um and i think i love that so much because i connect with it i feel like i'm my most my most honest self when i'm online versus when i'm in the real world because i feel like in the real world i can't really do that but in the online world you know i i can like shed my shed my wings a little bit um so that's like the cliff notes version of why i loved bell and i only saw it that one time and i was very high so Maybe my opinion will change, but I gave Summer Wars an 8, and I definitely liked it more than Summer Wars. So, I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10, because I had a great fucking time with it. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I fucking loved it. Um, and yeah, I think I, I, think I kind of said the, the gist of what I had to say about that. Um, the, the real thing will be, like, you know, if I'm, like, not high, will I i enjoy it and i think i will i think i will um because you know i love summer wars and i feel like this is just like even even with it being a relationship movie i feel like it bolsters the themes that summer wars was trying to do too because summer wars was like also the same thing but it was like more familial it was more about family than it was about um you know love and care but like i feel like the whole point of like this whole digital realm thing is to express your love for everybody in the world and like you know how beautiful the world can be when it's framed through this like digital realm and i feel like the ending where she's singing is literally that that's like literally the point of the ending it's like woven into the plot like more so than summer wars so yeah that's why i like it um but yeah that was that was the four we did it uh concise sweet got it down so now let's talk about uh the things that we have on our list of all the things we watched in the past few months um how you want to do it um you can go first remember that one time we did it where yeah you know you were talking about all those things and you just had like a list and you were just reading them off because there's a lot of things that you've seen that i haven't seen and i don't know if you like remember all of them but just I'm assuming you have a list. Just like, tell me what's on the list, and then we'll see. Uh, we'll see what what we'll, what we can talk about. The extent that we can well, talk about it. One thing I watched last week was, you know, Comic Storian. Um, Say again. You know, Comic Storian, the YouTuber. Comics. Like, no. Comic Storian, like he reads like comics. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Well, he um, 
after Flash, I was like, I need to revive my faith in DC, right? So I, no, so I bought the um, the Arkham trilogy, the Batman games. Nice. And I'm gonna, I have them all downloaded. I'm gonna, I thought I would Asylum. I'm gonna beat them all. You've played them before, right? I only played Arkham Knight. Whoa! Oh my God! You didn't even so, play the the good one. Arkham City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna beat Asylum. I'm gonna beat the trilogy. So yeah, there's that. And then I, I watched. Um, he had like. He did a whole recap of the Injustice story. Mm. Like he read the comic and everything. Yeah. Like it was like the video's like five hours long. Oh, that's cool. And I watched the whole thing. Yeah. On top of like the games. Mm. And like it just again, like I would watch I watched all of, I watched all of Injustice and it's great. Yeah. And like and it gets me more mad. <laughs> yeah, because it's like edgy too, you know? It like kind of I mean I don't really know much about it, but I know mm-hmm. doesn't like uh Superman like kill Joker in it? Yeah. Yeah. That's like something that Zack Snyder I think like wanted to do in it or something like of that nature. That feels like it's in line with his like weird edginess. But it was still ass in spite of that, you know? Um it wasn't ass yeah. because it was edgy, it was ass because it was ass regardless of the mm-hmm. edge um right yeah but yeah so this is great and um i was gonna bring it back to the things we were talking about in flash but i forgot oh i'm sorry sorry that's cool but you also said that you wanted to bring something back when talking about spider-man it was like linked to spider-man and flash i think it's this but i don't remember mm. it's okay it probably but, um, yeah it just it was cool yeah it was like i like i, I treated it as like a movie because it was like five hours long yeah it was pretty dope um that i'm about to play the, the arkham trilogy the big one is i watched one through six star wars oh one through really oh only one through six okay didn't even yeah i didn't watch the ray trilogy okay. I, I think i might mm-hmm I'm like in a Star Wars zone right now. Yeah. So I might, but um Yeah, tell me your thoughts on Star Wars. Huh? Tell me your thoughts on Star Wars. Yeah, so I think I think I should have watched it in Really? Really? Oh I think I would have got more of a impact? I think I would have yeah. Interesting. Because I think, like, if I ended off these six movies with Luke looking at Yoda, Kenobi, and Anakin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, after I finished this episode three, the last one. Yeah. I went back and I watched that scene. And I was like. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the thing is, when I watched it initially, I was like, when I was I- like, this is a dope-ass scene to end, like, to end it. Mm-hmm. And it hit harder once I saw Anakin shit. Right, right. Yeah. But, um, there's so much shit to say. Be yeah it's a whole it's a whole saga i can be here for hours but um we got time <laughs> i really liked like luke's movies were like so good nice and like i put myself in like the shoes of like someone watching it in like 1977 yeah so like you know when kenobi dies it's like it's like it looks ass 
But I didn't like. I was wasn't like. I honestly think it looks sick. I like. I the way he dies when he like cuts him and his whole body disappears. That's spooky. That, like, that's like the spooky. Way they fight is like you can tell it's like. Oh, like, oh yeah. Yeah. How, like, they fight. yeah. 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 So I, even when I saw it, like that's the first movie I saw. It. Even when I saw it, and I know how like the lightsaber fights look in the future. Yeah. It didn't like it didn't make it worse for me. Yeah. You know, like I appreciate it. Yeah. Put into perspective the time it came out, you probably wouldn't yeah, even see a lightsaber. Like a lightsaber is just cool exactly. as shit, you know. And like. It really changed how, like, when I thought of Star Wars, like, growing up, yeah, I didn't think, like, piloting was such a major thing. I know, because they don't really do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was all, like, lightsabers. lightsabers. Yeah. I, like, when I saw, like, Luke piloting the first two movies and then Anakin's piloting in the third, yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, we got really pilots. I know. That's, I feel like that's kind of, like, that was kind of, like, the main... Thing. the main thing yeah it's more of the it's yeah. more the main thing than the lightsaber fights honestly right and then um because that's how, so the, when I saw that's the how light... four ends right with like the the flight in the death star i don't remember yeah. exactly yeah so when i saw like when kenobi dies i was like oh shit i just realized i forgot about lightsabers yeah mm-hmm. i generally forgot and then uh he dies and i'm like oh but i feel like if i saw it in chronological like, ah. right <laughs> the reason why in my experience when watching them in chronologic i did not connect with luke or those characters as much because i connected with obi-wan and anakin a lot more so when i watched four five six as a kid i actually just stopped because i was just like i don't like these guys nearly Mm -hmm. as much as the guys from before and the ratio of like what i'm getting of like darth vader and like obi-wan is like you know done like i liked when obi-wan died but you know, when he died, he was gone, and then it was like yeah. like a stuff that I didn't connect with as much. I think like when he was telling me to watch it in release order, like I completely like understood and agree, like how like you want to see how like it looks better, yeah, from like a nineteen seventy seven from like two thousand four, yeah, and of course that like that makes sense, yeah. But like going back when I finished it all, I was like, damn, like when I finished like episode three, I was like. I really wanted to watch the trilogy, the like Luke's trilogy okay. again. Yeah, I was like, damn, I want to see it again. Okay. Well, I, I even though I knew the context of Anakin being Darth Vader. Yeah. Like when I was watching the original, mm-hmm. the trilogy. But even though I knew, understood that context, uh, after watching Anakin go through his journey, I wanted to watch it again. Yeah, I think another but, thing that affected it for me is because I was really like connected. Like Anakin's always been like the main character to me. I I care about Anakin more than I care about Darth Vader. I know Darth Vader is like the face of Star Wars, but Anakin is like like my Star Wars. So when right. he becomes Darth Vader in those movies, he doesn't talk and he doesn't act the way he does in the show, like the animated show or the, the movies. Yeah, in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And that really bothered me as a kid watching the movies. And I think even like recently when I watched the movies, it you know, I, I have to watch it through that perspective of like, okay, if I was sitting in the theater, like I have to put into perspective that this came out first, right? You know, in mm-hmm. spite of that. And um, I think that it's easier to do that if you watch it in that order and you enter the universe through that perspective um, without doing it the way that I was doing it. That's why I recommended it. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, but, you know, I enjoyed it either way. Um, But I had a, I thought like the prequel was like, super liked no i guess not Mm-mm. did you like the prequels 
You can be honest. I only liked episode three. Mm. Uh, I didn't like episode one was the worst one. Yeah. And I'll say episode two was probably like one of the worst ones. Mm-hmm. But episode three was crazy. But I don't know. Like going into it, I thought I thought people liked them. There are some like people that like them. The vast majority of people like the people on the internet that are vocal about not liking them, you know, they 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 don't like them, but Star Wars is very big. There's going to be people that like it and people that right, don't like course, it. Of course. But yeah. like, I would look at like the scores on like IMDb and, or yeah. Rotten Tomato. And I was, I understand like the critic score, but when I saw the audience score was like in the 40s, 50s, I was like, damn, people didn't like this shit. Yeah. When it came out, um, people, I think, just found it really boring and uh, yeah. um, didn't really connect with it, didn't really care about what was going on. My favorite movie in the prequel is Attack of the Clones because. I never saw that movie. And I watched it like for the first time before episode nine came out. I never watched the prequels because people said they were bad. Um, but I knew the context because I played the games. And in the games, the games, like the Lego games, like just tell you everything. Like they, there's no words, but they visually, like you can gather everything. When I watch Attack of the Clones, Attack of the Clones is the, is, is how, is, is how the show starts. Like the war that the show is about like starts in attack of the clones. And I never had the context for how the war started. So I love, like I project like my opinion and my feelings of like the, the, the writing and the characters in the show to the characters in the movie. And I fucking love it. And like, there are things that like when Anakin talks, like it's goofy in the second one, it's very goofy. But it's more, it's the most Anakin, it's like the closest you get to him being in the show, you know, because mm-hmm. that, that's when he's like, you know, time-wise, like that's when it syncs up, like when yeah. when he's like normal and he's like kind of angry, but he's also like young. Um, so I really connected with the movie. I, I sit, like I gave, I give it like a six out of 10. Like I, I, I like, I like the second one a lot. Yeah. Um, I, Keep in mind, I, I watched a, I watched a, re, a recap on the Clone Wars, and I, I like I read it too, mm. so I can get the extra context between the second, and third, mm. all the in between context. Um, um, the Clone Wars TV show did come out like after the third movie, yeah. so you know it's not like yeah. super important. But there is an uh, animated series done by the guy who did Samurai Jack that's kind of like Animatrix, where it's expected that you watch it before the third movie because it did come out before the third movie so mm-hmm. you should i mean you can watch that I, I didn't watch the whole thing but like um that shit fucking rocks there's like this fight scene on youtube where like mace windu like like solos an entire like droid army um in like the animated show and it's really sick uh it's yeah. it's great um you'd like it yeah they do the akira slide <laughs> it's cool no, nah, but oh no, I, I really did enjoy. I really did enjoy like the the whole experience. Awesome, but I think I do wonder if I watched it and and I was like when I'm finished episode three, I was like, oh my god, I need to watch. You don't think that you can just wait a while and then watch it the way you want to watch it and then kind of get that experience? Nah. nah? Okay. I always, I, it, that works for me often. Didn't watch Attack on Titan in a long time. Watched it back to back. Kind of forgot most of it. 
be able to do that with Star Wars. Maybe. Maybe. But I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm happy I watched it. Uh, six movies I knocked down. Nice. Uh, Ratings for each. My favorite one, huh? Ratings for each. Yeah. One, like, one was so boring. <laughs> one is, I gave one a one out of ten. I, I hate one. One's really yeah, I, get, I, I think I gave it like a three. Yeah. Two, four, mm-hmm. three. Three was crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> three is like, to me, three is like a seven. Nice. Um, four, like a seven. Mm-hmm. Two, like an eight. Mm-hmm. Three, like a six. Yeah. yeah. All right. Wait, no. Yeah. Yeah, like three as in like the third one of of that trilogy. Yeah, yeah. six. Six out of six. I mean. Six? Movie six, six is a six. six, out of six. Yeah. 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 Um, I really like uh, the second episode five. Yeah, episode yeah. five is so well paced. It feels like I'm watching like that felt like like oh this is like the infinity war for like star wars like this is yeah. you know, this is like that movie yeah i love episode 5 that's my favorite of the movies as well yeah that's like everyone's favorite yeah which is like insane understandably so but i think the way episode 6 ends is like it's like damn yeah i i people tell me like I love the ending song. People tell me, um, like, yo, when you watch that, like, that's the ending. That's it. <laughs> like, <it's> no more. <laughs> I was Honestly, like, yo, that's a freaking end. It's a fucking well, sick I, end. Yeah. I might watch the Ray Trilogy. Honestly, seven, seven. I like seven. If you're like, if you actually liked like four through six that much, Watch seven. Seven seven's dope. Cause seven is very nostalgia baby. No, no, seven is very like for people who liked four through six. And it does kind of rip. Like seven's pretty awesome. Like some of the fights and like, you know, getting to see Star Wars rendered in like real modern, like like, you know, animation. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And then you can stop there. <laughs> you can stop. Nah, I gotta go all the way, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's, that's Star Wars. I'm please, really happy I watched it. Please do go all the way, because I, I, I want to hear your thoughts on the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to talk um, about. I, I told you before I watched all of Violet Evergarden. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Awesome. I think the anime is, I think the anime is good. Yes. But the movies, I <laughs> think the the movies could like I feel like the ending they could have pushed a different message out mm. than like the what the the, the anime was kind of about. Right, it was kind of like right. about forget like moving on. Yes. Forgetting. Yes. I did feel but like then, that was, like and then she gets like what she wants like at the end. And then she, and then the bro just pulls up at the end. Yeah. And it's like ah The movie had a lot of impact on me. You the, watched it? Yes, I watched it in theaters when it came out. Oh. I watched both of them in the, theaters. The whole, you the whole thing? Well, the I watched, animation. yeah, I watched the anime okay. and I watched the anime because the first movie was coming out in theaters and that mm-hmm. was very far apart from the, uh, like the, like Violet Evergarden, the movie. I don't think they were yeah. even going to do the movie like first and Violet Evergarden, I don't think is based off a of manga or anything. 
So the reason mm-hmm. why I connected with the movie was because I was like, the oh. first movie, right? No, the second movie. I connected with the second movie where she like meets mm-hmm. the boyfriend because I didn't think that was gonna happen. I really didn't think. Really, I went into the movie. I knew that. And, and it, I, they showed it on like the poster, like they show him on the poster and everything. But yeah. I like, I was, at, I was like on that type of wave where like I don't even look at the poster. Like when I go see the movie, I'm like, oh, Violet Evergarden, all right, buy the ticket, whatever. And like I just kind of went into the movie, and when the guy was like, oh, I, I was like, oh my god, like no way, no way. Like the whole time I was like, no way, no way, no way. And I felt yeah. like I got the experience of like experiencing an ending that like, like. You know, the lesson, the lesson of the show, like, hit me. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's the moral of the story. Yeah. And then the movie, I thought, because Autumn Memory Doll was so, like, fillery. And it was such, like, just kind of, like, another episode. Another episode. Um, I just kind of thought that the movie was going to be like that. So when it was the guy, I'm like, give it to her. Give it to her. She deserves it. <laughs> and I was like. No. No. <laughs> no. Wasn't that. Wasn't the the first movie? Wasn't it like oh, I, I forgot? There's an episode or the movie where it's like she's like, on uh, like a mom's dying. Yeah, a mom's dying, and then like I believe she's on the phone. Hold on, she's like a mom's dying, and then it's like she's like writing letters for their daughter yeah. for each birthday. Was that in the movie or was that an episode? I don't because that one, whatever that was, that hit very hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She kept opening letters and like she's like, oh, I'm 25. Uh, right, right. That was dope. Yeah. I, I don't remember it. All. I don't that remember either. Yeah. It might that have was, happened in both, crazy. like to some extent. <laughs> Maybe it was like in both of them a little bit, but that yeah. was really dope. Yeah. Um, that was probably like the highlight for me mm-hmm, of the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of it. Mm-hmm. Fair. I like the anime. Anime is dope. Uh, I would, yeah, I will buy it on on Blu-ray. There is a 4K of the movie, and that's mm. on my watch list. I would love to watch it again in 4K. Um, um, there's another another anime I watched was another. You heard of? Oh, I've never seen it, but I know of it. Yes, I've always. Yeah. That's like that was like a. That was like a watch mojo classic. You know, it was like yeah, on yeah, everyone's yeah. list. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I watched it. It was so interesting at the start, but then oh, it wasn't. Oh no! Oh. Yeah, it's like that girl with the eye patch. Yeah, yeah. Like doesn't exist. Like oh, no really? one else. Like no one else sees her in the class. So it's like implied that she's not even real. Mm. But the main character can see her. But she is real, and like everyone just ignores her. Whoa, that's fucking sick. That's actually. It like, sounds cool. Yeah. Does it end up cool? Ah, that's. I, well, when I was watching, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> this, oh. this is about to be a new, a new boy classic right here. Yeah, I was like, "Bro." Yeah. And then, it, and then it just like it ended like as like a, just a gory like mess. Like everyone just died. Ah. Yeah, that was like the was, thing that they sold it on. It's gory. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. That's a real shame. It was so cool at the start, though. Damn. And like how dark the show is. That's it's like. And it's like the early earlier episodes, like, oh, is she real or is that is the main character bugging? Yeah. And then they had like a like not a movie, but like like a like an extra episode. Oh yeah. Where like it shows yeah, oh yeah, exactly. Where like what happens with her right before the first episode, like it ends and then the episode, the first episode starts. And that was pretty cool. Mm. But the second half of the show is pretty bad. Wow. Okay. Uh, okay. That's good. That's a good Bleach. One. The newest bleach season. Was yes. Great. Yes. So I know 
I kind of know everything that I know most of like especially the last Dark and Bleach the the old guy like his time came in this one old man yeah yes okay I was trying to be vague because I don't I didn't know if like it got to that but yeah, um, yeah people were telling me like even if you don't watch Bleach just just watch it and I might I might it was I really liked it awesome great A great opening song too yeah. I, I did listen to that opening song even before you sent it up. <laughs> that shit is it's just fire. Yeah. Um, Chainsaw Man. Yes. Chainsaw Man was good. Yeah, it's not over though. It's not over. Yeah. Not even uh, the first season. Um, and w- someone told me where it left off and I'm like, oh my god, there's so much left to go. Right. Um, I'll think about picking up the manga. Yeah, the manga's still going. I love the manga. The, I told you I read the manga, right? The manga is... Nah. Yeah, the manga... I think you did. I read it a long time ago and I just kind of didn't tell you because I didn't want to like ever accidentally spoil it or anything. Um, but the manga is fantastic and I'm excited to watch the anime because like they have to be like thoughtful about how they adapt it and I'm excited to see how they do it. Um, yeah. but the guy who writes the manga, bro, he's, a, he's like a genius. Like the, yeah. the short stories that he wrote like that aren't Chainsaw Man I kind of like more than Chainsaw Man. Like, honestly. Mm. Like, the ones that are, like, one chapter long. That yeah. shit goes fucking hard. Goodbye, Eri. Read it. Like, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye, Eri. Awesome. Um, I really like Chainsaw. Yeah. Um, Spy Family. The two seasons. Spy Family is great. Oh, um, yeah, the second season of Spy Family? I forgot that came out. There was like a yeah. trailer for the movie that just dropped, I think. Yeah. Yeah. How was Second it? season had a great opening song. Nice. Nice. Um, I really like it's It's Spy Family, you know? Yeah, it's Spy Family. Did the dog come in? They got a dog yeah. now? Is the dog good? The dog's good. Nice. The show's great. Awesome. I'll always... It's cute. I'll always, I think I would always watch it. It's a comfort watch. Yeah. Yeah. I watched a show called Jormungand. I read it. Uh, say that one more time. Jormungand, J O R M U N G A N D. G A N D. Oh, that's a very interesting title. Uh, it showed <laughs> the snake from God of War. That's not. <laughs> um, yeah. maybe I typed it in. It's right. like Jormungand anime. Oh, okay. I've never seen this before. What's this? Yeah. Pretty, uh, oh, this is new. old. This is really old. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought this was new. Um, how was that? Yeah, it's pretty, pretty mid. Pretty mid. Pretty, pretty, pretty mid. Yeah, it's pretty gay. Um, <laughs> JoJo Part Six. Yes. Um, you can. Uh, if you think no, you I'll... can give no spoilers. Nah. Okay. You don't have to talk about it at all. I like Jolene. Yes. She's badass. Mm-hmm. I, bro. Jojo's the best. Yes. I'm glad you enjoyed Jojo's it. The, Jojo's the best. I, like, this cast, this group of characters is so good. I will watch it and I will talk about it more. That was the little bit I watched. One of my takeaways, because I'm of the opinion that the best group is part three. And I'm mm-hmm. not, I don't dislike the characters in five and four, but I don't feel like you get them together enough, like in either mm-hmm. of them. Um, and the part six, I'm just going to say this very quickly. Part six works because 
the characters are part three worked because there were a lot of characters, but they were all very basic. So it was very easy to just have them doing their thing and being funny and being cool and having good moments without wasting time on like backstory or development because you kind of just got all that in the beginning and it was like, boom, boom. And now we can just have fun. And I feel like there is backstory and there is development with like the three main people in part six, but um, there's only three of them. So, you know, you can have the fun moments where they're like doing their thing and you can get development uh, in junction with that. And I think that's perfect. I think that's like the perfect structure. And from what I watched, I was very into the three. I loved Hermes. I thought Hermes was like cool. And I thought Foo Fighters was hilarious. There's one part that like had me busting out laughing where Foo, I think it's like when Foo Fighters like first comes into the fray and she like jumps on Jolene and Jolene's like, get the fuck off me, pushes her on the ground and Foo Fighters falls on the ground. She's like, oh, water. And she like wakes up. I was like, I like laughed out loud when that happened. And yeah. I think about that like once a month, like uh, <laughs> Foo Fighters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, of course, there's a lot I want to say, but yeah, we will. I, I, I hope the day comes where I can finally talk about it. But um, speaking of anime that I haven't watched that uh, finished this year that are important, Daemon Slayer. Do you, I didn't watch it, but you want to say anything about it? Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna get to it. I'm, I'm, the last episode. I'm on the last episode, and it's 50 minutes long. Oh, so you didn't, okay, so you didn't finish it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's Demon Slayer. It's Demon Slayer. Okay. Is that it? Um, season. Have you read the manga? No, but you can you can give me your honest opinion. Just uh, try to do it without spoiling. I just think season two hit a lot harder. Yeah, that's why I was not enthusiastic about season three because I don't think that Demon Slayer, as much as I, I really like season one and I really like season two, but it's not like Attack on Titan where the quality of what I've seen so far guarantees the quality of what's to come. It's one of those yeah. things that can very easily drop off and the quality of each season is kind of determined by the individual season's strengths and how they subvert my expectations given what i saw prior and season two like really delivered and on and it's kind of one of those things where it's like i watched it and i'm like i don't know how you're gonna top this and i just kind of don't really have faith that you will so until people say otherwise i'm not even gonna like waste my time so maybe yeah. i don't know I I'm motivated to finish Demon Slayer because I know it's gonna end around like six or seven, like season five or season six. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I'll, I'll probably but, just watch it off of that. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Blue Lock, the soccer show, it was really actually it got progressively better. Nice. Surprised me. Awesome. Honestly. Let's go. I really liked it. Tokyo Revenge season two. It's the same thing. Yeah. Playmore, the female berserk. Oh wow. Yeah. That's a that's a that's another watch mojo classic. Yeah. Yeah. Another old one. Yeah. What do you think of that? Older. You can spoil that. You can tell me about that. Um It's not that bad. Yeah. It but I've heard good things. I just wish. Because the manga, it keeps going. 
and I want to know what happens, yeah. but I don't want to go out my way to, to like know what happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I want to know what happens. Mm. I like good. the main character, Claire. Cool. Interesting world. Mm. But is it one of those things where like this? It doesn't even have like a real ending by the end of it. I like the first season. I think it does. No. But mm. that first season? Yeah. Or like what's available in anime form? Because it's. I think. Honestly, I don't even remember what happened at the end. Okay, that's okay. Do you have a rating for it? I like a six. Okay. Um, My Hero season six. Oh, pretty, okay. Pretty good. Okay. Especially because season five was ass. So. <laughs> season five was uh, so ass that I'm like done. Like I don't care about that. I do, I know. Yeah. I'm. It impresses me that you like watch like things that uh that are like you know that have that have committed Dude, so many sins. <laughs> I made it this far, you know. Yeah, so have I. But I don't care. It's not Man. over though, Manny. It's not over. Like it's still going in like the manga. No, no. Like I don't be hearing manga people go like yo oh like I don't even hear that. Really, I do. Oh, you do? Well, yeah. well, okay. People were saying that ages ago, and I'm about like season. about season four and about season five, and I'm super indifferent towards both of them. I saw them. They were talking a lot about season six. Oh, uh, like Deku did his thing, but yeah, you don't really hear about it no more now. Whatever. There right, so you go. Yeah. Um, zero experiments, Elaine. Yes. Um, oh. you can talk about that a little. Um, one of the best openings ever. Nice. I haven't even heard of it. I haven't even heard of it. You, you have. You, you probably just don't know. Mm, okay. Um, this show is insane. Very tryhard. Very tryhard. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's super tryhard. Yeah. Oh my god. Is it like one of those shows that you wish I watched so we could talk about it? Yeah, but fuck, yeah. it's so it's so hard to grasp. Yeah, so tryhard. It's like the most one of the most tryhard things I've ever really? watched. Really? Oh my god, you're gasping! It's up. like <laughs> it's like I'm excited. Paranoia agent and the mm. perfect blue and the oh my paprika god. and oh um, my god and um what's that what's that show we watched? I don't know you watched it, but it came out. No, no, you know, you know, I'm talking about in a second. Sunny Boy. Sunny Boy. You it's watched like it. Way, yeah. Yeah, I watched it. And it's like way more tryhard than that. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy, though. Uh, yeah. Love Lane, that's all I can say. Um, do you have a rating for it? I give it a, a 8.4. Nice. High praise. I really liked it. Okay. That was great. Habane Remney. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nah. Uh, um, I wasn't feeling it. Okay. I think uh, going into it, I thought it was a tryhard show. It's not at all. Mm. I don't know. The way it's, people, it's the way I came up. It's tryhard watching. In the same way that Ninja Scroll is tryhard. We're like, not a lot of people talk about it. 
and the people yeah. who do talk about it make it sound like really really great but it's just kind of like really vintage and kind of classic yeah. it's not like it doesn't it's not like a like a head turner but it's just i think it i think the reason why people like it is because it offers something that you don't get from like other anime yeah even if it's no, not that, try hard it's very different yeah. um but the way like the way i understand i always knew it was a cult classic but the way the the people of that cult would talk about it made me made me think a lot different of mm. what it was gonna be mm. but um i like the ending though okay yeah i'll still check it out it's still like one of the anime that's like higher on my list of things to watch yeah i watched this new show eminence in the shadow i'll look it up it's it's uh it's an isekai the main character is op but he doesn't want to be like he wants to live his life as like a background character mm -hmm. everything he does is like to be a background character like it was kind of funny, but then like the joke wears off because like it's the same. Joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, he like, but there's one funny part where like he's in a school, like he's in school, then like it, then it gets like people like bad guys come to take over the school, and then like he they come to his class, and then like the bad guy saying like bad guy shit, and then he's like like internal monologue. He's like. How how would a background character die in this scenario? And then he like, <laughs> and he goes up. He's like, to like save like the princess, and he gets slashed. And he's like, uh, <laughs> and then he dies. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, but it, like everything else is about the show is pretty bad. Okay. Um, Star Wars. And then with Batman, Flash. I rewatched Cat Returns. Yeah, he's as good as ever. Nice, awesome. I rewatched House Moving Castle. Mm. It's better than better than how I yeah. did it last time. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe watch it. I saw I saw a TikTok edit. Mm. I was oh, movie looks dope. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like a Star Wars. Like I like the reason I watched Star Wars because I saw Anakin edits. Yeah. So, oh, this looks cool. Yeah, yeah. I watched it. Mm -hmm. and then um, How's some movies only work on the second time. Sometimes you gotta watch it once and be like, "What?" And then, like, when you know what you're getting into, you're like, "Okay, I kind of know yeah. what this is supposed to be, what's supposed to work about it." I'm gonna kind of go mm -hmm. into it with that equipped. And uh, I think that even even now there are some Ghibli movies. Like, I don't know. Maybe next time I watch Ponyo, maybe I'm not gonna be as cynical towards it next time. Maybe like I'll right. understand that. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad you liked Pals. You don't have to like talk about it. Yeah, um, no, I really liked it, and. uh yeah, I was immediately started thinking about Susan May. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So where does it land on your tier list, if you remember? I don't remember. You don't remember? I think I have it. Hold on. Let me see if I have it. Um, give me a second. I wish I still had that tier list. You I could probably recreate it right now. Probably could recreate well, not right, it. Not right now, but like if I went on my notes, I can probably recreate it. Yeah, you probably could. You can keep going. I'm going to try to look for it actually but keep going yeah um other than that i only got one more thing mm -hmm. and it is uh, actually no i watched 21 jump street and 22 jump street oh wow what did you think about those those are like um middle school high school classics for me 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Twenty One Jump Street is that movie is so funny. It's like, really it funny. Still, it holds up. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. That's like a uh, Phil Lord and Miller thing. Like those are the, that's the yeah. Spider Verse guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking he. Like this movie's so funny, dude. Yeah. Like every scene is like funny. They got the sauce, man. Like, <laughs> like the, even when they go to school, like first time they go to school, mm-hmm. and like Chandler Chandler's supposed to be like the cool guy, but yeah, like, being a cool. Like when he goes to school, he's like, "Yo, he's giving tips on how to be cool." Because he's like, "I was cool in high school. He wasn't." So he's giving tips like, "Yo, one strap the backpack." <laughs> Yo, he's like, "How to be cool? Just don't give a shit about anything." He's <laughs> like, "If everyone gives you problems." Let's punch him. And then, like, he goes up to, like, Dave Franco, right? And yeah. that's how they introduce He's like, hey, nice car. And he's like, blah, 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 blah. And then he was like, oh, before that, when he was walking up to them and he was seeing, like, the groups. So he's, he's like, he's like, in his time, it was just like the jocks and the nerds. But now it's like, it's like, the, it'll be like the anime guys. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. It'll be like different groups. He's like, <laughs> and i was like yo this is so true yeah yeah like, yeah because now like everyone watches anime and it was like the cool thing now mm-hmm. so if you, you say if you went now he'd be like like he's yeah. like what are these guys yeah. demons <laughs> i was like oh my like, oh my god this yeah. is and i was reading comments with people like his age saying like yo when i went back to college and i was 28 i had like the same reaction so i was like oh i thought that was so cool because yeah. it still holds up today yeah i was like that was just, that was so cool but it's great then I just want to, then he went to Dave Franco, and Franco was like, "Nice car, blah blah." blah. He was like, and he was talking about like uh, how many miles per gallon he gets, and he was like, he said like something low, and he's like, "You don't care about the environment? That's fucked up, bro." Like, <laughs> yeah, I love that. That was, that was yeah. <laughs> and then, um, and then he was like, he's just like, he went has uh, Dave Black friend. He's like. Uh, look at this nerd doing homework. Uh, he gives a shit. What a nerd. <laughs> the guy walks up. He's like, what'd you say? And, like, and, he like, and he was like, turn off this gay ass music. Like, yo, like, yo, turn off this gay ass music. And they're like, you have a problem with gays? It's and really funny, guy, yeah. And the black guy's like, you punch me because I'm gay? He's like, no, I punch you because you're a nerd. He's like, you punch me because I'm gay. And then his friend, I forgot, what's the actor's name with Channing Tatum? Um, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill's like, no, it's not It's not homophobic. It wouldn't have been homophobic if you weren't gay. But like, he's trying to break it down. But then you go, they go to the principal office and he's like, you punched a gay black kid on your first day? I was like, oh my God. I was crying. That's really funny. Funny ass movie. Yeah. The whole thing is hilarious. Now, what did you think of the sequel? Because as a kid, I remember being like, damn, this is not as strong as the first one. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I, I saw it as a kid too, but I didn't like it as a kid and I really don't like it now. It's like mm. the same exact plot. But the only thing that's different is when Chen Chen became a cool kid, the cool kids he hanged out with weren't the criminals. Yeah. That's like the only difference. Yeah. There's a lot of people but hyping up. It had funny scenes though. Yeah. But it wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. Can you still hear me? Good time to make a All right. So that's everything on your end, right? Yeah. All right. Um, I don't have a lot. There's a bunch of movies that I saw, but I'm not going to go out of my way to like explain each one of the movies. Um, I'm just going to go over 
the list specifically. Um, first thing, a uh, pretty big thing that I did. I watched The Last of Us show. Um, I watched mm. the whole thing. And the reason why I watched it was because I was like, I'm never going to play the game. And, I've, and I, I'm never going to like know the story without... I'm never going to know the story like in an experience way. And the only way that I'm willing to do it is through the show. And everybody, I watched it like when it kind of was like two episodes from ending and everyone was like, yeah, it's pretty good. And I was like, I'll watch it with my mom because me and my mom watched Walking Dead together like every week. And I was like, this will be like nostalgic. And um, so we watched it together, watched it like once every couple days episode. And it was pretty good. Pedro Pascal like captures Joel very well. He's amazing. Um, Bella Ramsey, who's Ellie. It's really good. Um, did you know that the people who play the characters in the game play some characters like in the show? Like not their characters, but like Troy Baker, the guy who plays Joel, he's in the show. He's like he's like uh, the partner of like the priest, like rapist guy. He's like like a random partner guy and he like gets like offed. But he's like in it. That's um, cool though. Yeah, I think Tess is the mother of Ellie. They show a scene with Ellie's like mom. Um mm. I I think that was test. But I don't remember exactly, but that was cool. That was a nice little touch. And as a show, even from someone who hasn't played the game, I could tell that they were speed running through the story and they were kind of going through it like really fast. Um and kind of like it felt like we were getting these emotional beats that were still hitting but not hitting as hard as they do in the game and um i i haven't played the game so i know that my opinion is like with a grain of salt but i'm fairly certain that i would enjoy the game more if i played the game um, yeah just in terms of the pacing um because uh honestly this story like if they wanted to if the game didn't exist and they wanted to like experience the breadth of this writing to the fullest extent, it would be like double the length of what it is, at least like 20 episodes. Yeah. Um, and uh, one of the major criticisms is that in the last episode, when Joel is like going to Ellie, it's not like an elaborate like fight scene. It's like a weird little montage of Joel, of Joel like walking up, shooting people. And then it just like, it's like less than a minute. And um, that was like like one criticism that someone had, and it was it was kind of lackluster. I feel like it should have been some epic like crazy fight scene where the filmmakers like flexed, and like you know you get to see Joel like fucking like fuck up like a whole thing of people. That would have been yeah. epic, and they kind of just didn't try at all to do that. They like made no attempts. Kind of weird, but from from the perspective of someone that's never played the game, I did like it. Um, the visual effects in this show were incredible. Like the the world of The Last of Us, very beautiful world. The music, they just took most of it from the game. Uh, music's great. I love Joel. I love Ellie. I love the story. Um, it's not perfect, but uh, it's good enough for me. And I'm interested to see if they follow with season two. Like if they follow with like what they do in the game, or if they continue it. Um, I gave it a 7 out of 10, which uh, is still, like, lower than most people. Like, most people gave it an 8, but um, it was too fast. It, like, it really did speed run through, like, a lot of the shit. 
and um, kind of don't forgive her for that. But did you hear about like episode three? Like, there's like one episode that's like completely original to this about Bill. Um, I don't. Is that what that gay kiss scene is that? Yeah, mm. that was the best episode. That mm. that episode alone was better than the whole thing. Um, mm. Yeah. Do, do I need to? Cool. Yeah. So no, that episode fucking slapped. That, that episode was insanely good compared to the rest of the thing. Um, like in isolation, that's a nine. The, re- the whole show, though, is like a seven. And that episode's kind of weird because it's like episode three. And it's a whole hour dedicated on this random guy that someone who hasn't played the game doesn't know. And it was yeah. very clearly like, we're putting this in for people who played the game and want to see something new. That's, that, that was very clearly the intent of it. And the reason why I didn't want to watch the show is because, like, why would I watch a show that's clearly not going to be as good as the game? Um, and my takeaway at the end of it is, very, is, like, explicitly, like, yeah, like, this is clearly not as good as the game. And I'm going to watch it because I don't have time to play the game. But, um... I, I feel like the purpose of the show is to give this story to people that are not willing to play a game, like people like my mom, you know? I think the story yeah, is good sure. enough to where even if they speed run through it, they should give it to, you know, older people <laughs> that, okay. that don't play video games and stuff. Take your yeah, give me a second. Yep. Studying for school. <laughs> um, um, and yeah, that's kind of all I have to say about The Last of Us show. Ellie was good. Joel was good. Uh, certain parts were great. I'm trying to think of like the best part. Um, can't really think of anything, but... But yeah, and nothing that wasn't like already. Yeah, the best part was episode three. Episode three was the best part of the whole show. Great episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd recommend it, especially if you played the game, because it's like, it's it's fantastic. It's really good. It'll be better if you watch it without the context of where it takes place in the show. It'll be better if you watch it as like a DLC for the game. Um, yeah, good shit. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy from Parks and Rec is like. The main dude in it and he's amazing fucking great acting yeah um nick offerman i think is his name but uh that was that that's last of us and then uh i watched three big franchises three big franchises with multiple movies i think i told you this already but i watched all the fast and furious movies at the end of december and it is so anime so anime and i unironically like these movies and i was so excited for fast x but fast x was so bad that i'm not even gonna watch the next one uh and my my fast my fast and furious love ends at eight eight it's like full-on jojo and the cars are the stands i mean that like sincerely like it's so unapologetically jojo it's so crazy um i really love it and i honestly think you would like it too uh one of your main criticisms for fast and furious is that 
like you don't like when it stops being about cars but it kind yeah. of always stays about cars like yes they do like fight more like as it goes on but like they are, they're always driving cars they're always you know hitting hitting the gritty <laughs> i don't know busting yui's um yeah so shit's cool and i think that because there are so many movies when it gets goofy it earns like the goofiness i think by the time they get to like seven like eight and nine kind of take it a little too far but in seven like they have all the right doing like the dragon ball shit that they're doing like you know jumping a car through like dubai and like two towers and stuff like that um because they're seven movies deep what else are they gonna do you know right um and it really is dragon ball it's like family and you know fight for your squad and like i love the characters i really do they're awesome um it's it's fun and i i really think that you'd enjoy it i think you'd enjoy it they're like nigga movies <laughs> they're like the only type of movies like this anymore you know those early 2000 movies where it's like it was good bitch like like just like that type of shit you don't get stuff like that anymore and fast and furious is like thriving off of that and i have like an early 2000s like nostalgia for that because um i feel like not only are movies from that era just kind of not good but fast and furious like the first one is pretty good and it just kind of kept going give me a second yeah take your time Um, Thank you, Mom. And yeah, so if I had to rank the Fast and Furious movies, I have the list on my phone. I have to look at it. But 10 was awful. 10 made me like want to cry. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was very sad at 10. I thought like it had no reason to be as bad as it was. Um, but uh, 10, I mean this sincerely, 10 looked worse than Spy Kids 3. That's how bad it looked. But the ranking is seven from best, from like one to, to, to 11. Seven, five, one, eight, six. And then from this point on, I, I think these are kind of bad. Tokyo Drift, nine, four, 10, two, too fast, too furious. And then the last one is Hobbs and Shaw. Um, but yeah. Uh, in terms of the ones where it's like just about cars mostly, five and one are awesome. Yeah. Um, I love it. Genuinely love it. And I'm really sad to see how far it's fallen. <laughs> um, maybe one day I'll make a video on it or something. But... But yeah, so that was one franchise. And then I watched all of the Saw movies. Every mm -hmm. single Saw movie. Have you ever seen Saw? Okay. Yeah. But you have no interest because you don't like horror movies and stuff, right? Right. Right. Saw 1, outside of it being like a horror movie, you, I think you'd like Saw 1. It's, it's, it's really good. It's got a great story. And it's got a great yeah. idea. Um, it's Danganronpa for America. In the same way that Fast and Furious is like Dragon Ball for us, it's Danganronpa for us. It's like niggas get trapped in a room, they have to like play some game or something. You know? It's like that. Um, and Saw is really good. A lot of them are very bad though. Uh, 
And six and seven are like hilarious. Like, like kind of ironically, but kind of unironically. They're very goofy and they're very funny. And I think you'd have a blast like watching them. They're, they're fucking hilarious. Um, but you'd like saw one, uh, and I'm not going to get more into that one, but the last, the big thing that I did was I watched every single Lupin, the third movie. And there How are many, there are 50, <laughs> there are five, 50, zero, five, zero. Yes. <laughs> Over the course of a year, like I started this like binge in August of last year. And I've just been slowly like chipping one off the list like every single time. And the goal, the reason why I'm pushing myself to do this is to like make like a ranking of all of them and make a video out of it, um, which will be really fun because like no one has the balls to like actually do that. Um, you know, that's insane. Yeah. Um, and Manny, I've I have some takes that I cannot wait to put out there. There are some there's some of the most interesting pieces of anime I've ever seen. One of them has blackface. One of them is directed by like, like a, one of the most popular like Japanese filmmakers like of all time. A Japanese filmmaker who got banned for 10 years from making movies because the studio was like, don't make a cool movie. Don't make an avant-garde creative movie. And then he made a triard movie and he's like, and they're like, no! And they banned him for 10 years. And then it became like a classic. <laughs> um, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a Miyazaki movie in there, obviously. I watched that. Um, and I, I watched, like, the first, like, Lupin movie, like, the very first uh, animated one. And, bro, there's, there's so much things in it that I'm like, that's literally Akira. There's, like, so many things in it that, like, and it came out before Akira. So it's like, oh, my God. Like, like it's so crazy. Um, I'm starting to realize how much of an influence, like, Lupin has on, like, so many things in like culture like indiana jones is like only exists because like of lupon like miyazaki like before ghibli he was working on like the show like lupon and it like was getting like super low ratings and then when he and the guy who does like only yesterday and princess kaguya they both like partnered on that and they both like like revived that series and like brought it to life and um he directed you know, the Castle of Cagliostro, but he did, like, two episodes. If you've ever seen a fight scene of, like, a girl, like, in a plane, like, fighting people, like, jumping through the plane and, like, like kind of wearing, like, a very loose top and, like, very loose pants, but it very clearly is, like, animated by Miyazaki, that's from Lupin the Third. That's, like, from one of the episodes. And he, and he, like, just does his thing. Like, the Castle in the Sky robot is in Lupin the Third, like, in the show, which is cool. And that was before Castle in the Sky came out. So, um... Yeah. And uh and yeah, there's just a bunch of awesome shit like that and I'm so excited to talk about it. Takeshi Koike um made those Lupin movies. I don't know if you know about that. Like the Red Line guy after Red Line, mm. he did like Lupin the 3rd movies and they're wonderful. They're wonderful. Mm. I love them and I'm excited to talk about them. And uh I'll make the video with you in mind because I want to like get people into it cuz it's it's fun. It's cool. It's great. Um, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I literally just finished like the last one yesterday, like the 3D one. The 3D one is so good. Like the the three the one that has like 3D animation that looks like a Pixar movie. Mm. That shit rocks. But there was that, and then I watched Shin Kamen Rider, which just got announced recently that it's going to be on Amazon Prime 
July 21st. So you can watch it if you want. Um, but the craziest thing about that movie, Manny, the craziest thing is that the movie opens and the guy who made Tetsuo the Iron Man is like literally like standing there explaining like how the common writers were. Because the whole plot of common writer is that like the main dude, he has like antennas and he has like a mask. He's like a human fused with like the cells of like a like a bug, like a centipede or something or like a mantis. So he has like the strength of like the insect, but he's like a human, right? Yeah. Um, and it's basically like the weirdo, the fucking weirdo man that made Tetsuo just being like, when the when the when the bug fuses with the human, it creates a da -da 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 -da. and it's just like a minute and a half of just like his exposition and you know Hideaki Anno where like that camera angles like shifts like while they're talking and it's like oh my god like this is such like a this is such like a Manny like alley like talks like moment that we like uh that like I wish like you were there to witness but the movie is honestly kind of ass but it's like an Anno movie so there are moments that feel like evangelion and feel like like all these things that like work and in isolation those moments are like so good that like it's like a four out of ten movie that i give like a five in spite of that um uh -huh. yeah and i also attribute it to like kind of not having a lot of familiarity with common rider and stuff um but it's it's still like kind of an ass movie regardless of that um yeah. but if it, it did its job and it kind of made me like watch common rider on um thing common writer i've learned is like it's kind of like power rangers like you can just watch you can just start anywhere and like uh mm -hmm. tubi like the streaming service like all, a lot of them are just on tubi a lot of them are on youtube like legally for free um mm -hmm. so i'm gonna check out one of them uh, like i watched i was watching one and I, I was watching like the most recent one like the newest one that came out in like 2019 and i was like this one's kind of ass uh i'm not gonna watch this yeah. um so I'm going to watch one of the older ones or I'm just going to check it out and I'm going to allow myself. And I think it's very important for anime fans to do this if they want to get into stuff like that. I'm going to allow myself to not have to watch it in order and watch every episode. Like I went to sleep and I missed like a good chunk of episodes and I woke up and I was just like, I don't care. I'm just going to keep it on. Like, why not? Yeah. You know, experience it the way you experience like Saturday cartoons and stuff, you know? So mm -hmm. I'll check that out. Um, and that's Shin Kamen Rider. You still need to watch Shin Godzilla. That shit rocks. Um, so there's that. Uh, then there was The Whale. The Whale. Have you seen The Whale? You, asked, you texted no. me about it. The Whale, I think, I think I said to you that it wasn't like one of my favorite movies. I take that back. It is. It, it's like one of my favorites now. Um, I connected with that movie very personally and um kind of there's like a mixed response because some people like watch it and kind of laugh at it and think it's like really goofy and it is very goofy and it is very dramatic about just like a fat guy like living in his apartment but um i think that the dramatic nature of it um is only dramatic because it's being honest and it's like it's taking itself seriously because it does feel very seriously about that topic and um i connected with it a lot uh don't want to get too into it but i really 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 liked it and i gave it an eight out of ten it's not a perfect movie the goofiness kind of like 
sometimes does override it and it is unintentionally like funny sometimes but it's an incredible movie and brendan Fraser deserved the oscar um he was incredible like such an amazing performance loved it um did i tell you i watched i think i did i told you i watched um everywhere yes you did uh, yeah you, uh, we, we we should talk about that i forgot um you you text me your rating and what you thought of it but you didn't like give me um detailed thoughts keep going with your list though okay um yeah i condensed mine uh enough to where there's not too much puss in boots uh we've already talked about that but um uh have you heard anything on it since or has your like interest changed at all okay no. if we continue this in any way shape or form and i get the opportunity to recommend something i'll recommend puss in boots because i'm confident you'll enjoy it it's uh it's anime they make anime for us now yeah so that's all i have to say about that uh i love it i watched tar that's a big one did i tell you that did i tell you i watched yeah it? oh okay tar is i'm that's really the piano one yeah that's it's it's the music one she's a she's a conductor yeah yeah um, it has the fire poster that's like black and she's like that. Um, that is the most try-hard movie I've seen in a long time. It was very slow, but it was very it was very challenging and I think about it a lot. Um, the movie the plot of the movie is about like a whiplash type of person, kind of like a Fletcher type character. Um and it's kind of about like them getting canceled. Uh, and it's, it's so interesting because the movie kind of starts out like Whiplash and it, it really like is built like, like, yo, it's Whiplash. Like, you know, watch, yeah. watch her come up, bro. Like watch her be on that type of wave. And then like bad stuff starts happening. And it was really confusing what the message was to me. And I feel like it was so try hard that I didn't even, I couldn't even like figure it out. And I, I was talking about it with my friends from Canada and they said the same thing. So I'm like, okay, so I know I'm not alone in this. It's a movie that I have to wait before I like say anything about, but I'm so excited for the day that I feel comfortable to like sit down and actually watch this movie and actually like, like experience it. But I will say like my experience watching it this time it was one it was so slow and so long that i was like kind of like getting tortured it was, it was like really hard to like sit through to be honest but um so i left it unrated but it's like one of those like super try hard movies that like when i return to it's at least it's probably going to be like really high you know um it's, i'm i think about it like a lot and uh yeah and it's a very beautiful movie and um the way it's shot and the ending like I think about I think about the way it ended so much. Like I don't even know I don't even know what to make of it. Like it's very very try hard. Um but yeah, there's that. And then there's the Banshees of Inishirin. You would love that movie. I I'm positive you would like it. I I think um that was another like nomination for best uh best picture. It's got uh -huh. Colin Farrell. Um there's another movie I saw called In Bruges, which is directed by the same guy, Martin McDonough. And that's like, you know, it's kind of like Nausicaa and Princess Mononoke. He kind of just made the same movie again. 
Um, but mm-hmm. this one, this one is like, it's better. I think I think this one's better than the the other one in Bruges. But they're mm-hmm. they're comedies, but they are like very dramatic as well, and they're very funny, but they're also very dramatic. And that's all I'm gonna really say about it. It's 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 really good. It impacted my life a lot. Like since I watched it, my life has like objectively changed like drastically um and it's a 10 out of 10 i really like it wow yeah um it's good then i watched an anime uh very short anime oh, you watch anime <laughs> i watched an anime called kite a film you know the movie do you know the anime kite um if you look up the cover you'll know what i'm talking about You'll, you'll have, it's just kite, like a kite that flies in the sky. Okay. Have you seen that cover before? No. Really? I've always known about this, like the whole time. A um, kite? No, just uh, uh, show me the cover. Show me what it shows. It's like a girl. Yes, that one. Yeah. That is... Uh, like vi- violent, right. like like OVA, Wicked City esque kind of anime, mm-hmm. and um, I watched it because a YouTuber that I really respect uh, spoke very highly of it, and Quentin Tarantino spoke highly of it as well. Um, mm. And after watching it, in the same way that I felt when I watched Battle Royale, where I'm like, oh, I can see why Tarantino liked this, I can totally see why Tarantino liked. Kite. It gave me the feelings that I get when I watch his shit. And I fucking loved it. I really loved it. I, um, yeah. It's, it's, it's very graphic. It's like straight up hentai, like even more so than Wicked City. Um, to the extent that I wonder if I'll like the cut version more because there's like a version that's like censored that doesn't take the sex out still in the movie but they just just aren't it's not as revealing and then there's the one that's like completely uncut i watched the completely uncut version and i wonder if the cut version will be i'll like more but um you know there's a story around it and it's like i don't want to act like it's 100 percent justified because it's like really like it shows a lot um but it's very graphic and it's i just think it's amazing and i i i gave it a 10 when i watched it and uh I'll, I, that's another one that like we got to talk about but pose a very interesting discussion it's um so fucking cool so there's that and then there's uh i wrote down oh um have you heard of the movie amadeus no look up the cover and tell me if you've seen the cover just type in amadeus because this is this is one of those movies that has like a fire cover. Amadeus, A M A D E. This one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This is five. Yeah. Have you ever seen that cover before? No. Okay. Well, the movie is about uh, Mozart. Um, hold on. Let me. What, what's the tagline? The tagline for the movie is so fucking sick. I'm not even gonna tell you uh, what the movie. Is about I'll just read the tagline. The tagline says uh hold on. Fuck. 
The tagline, the man, the music, the madness, the murder, the motion picture. And it's about Mozart and um, the story about how another famous composer like killed him. And mm. it's fucking sick. It's fucking awesome. It's a very good movie. It's like three hours long, but it rips. It's not it. And, and it's, I know that sounds boring, like a movie about Mozart, whatever, right. they, but like, it's surprisingly funny. It's like act like genuinely like really funny. Um, it's, 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 it's honestly like in spite of how long it is, it's good enough for casuals to like grasp, but it's still like try hard, you know? Um, and it's a movie that I'm fairly confident that you would enjoy as well. Uh, I think it's awesome. I think it's really cool. And it's basically, it's so cool because it's just like, it's just like Mozart, he's like a real person, but he was like, his power level was so crazy. <laughs> like, like the way the movie portrays it is so cool. And the movie's basically just about this guy that like hates him and is so jealous that like Mozart is like so OP. Um, mm. And it's so, it's such a great story. And I don't, obviously it's not like, to, I think like the general synopsis is like accurate, but obviously like the beat by beat is like not, you know, like accurate, but right. fucking awesome. And when you watch the movie, the poster get like is like a 10 out of 10 poster. It's such yeah. a good poster. Um, <laughs> I love that movie. It's fucking great. Um, yeah. So eight out of 10 on that. That shit was um and then i watched another anime i watched another anime an anime that i was intending on making a video on and as soon as i watched it i was like this this is a movie that i have to tell about tell manny about it's called gungrave and it's made mm. have you heard of gungrave i think so yeah it's made by uh yasuhiro naito the guy who did trigun it was the thing he did after trigun and it was a video game first. Yeah, I, I've seen this guy yeah. before. Yeah. It was a video game first, and then it was a... And then they made a show on it. Um, mm. And the whole inception of Gungrave is kind of rooted in the success of Trigun. Like, it's one of those things where, like, Trigun was so good, they were like, do you kind of want to just do Trigun again? That's why the dude in Gun... That's why his guns look just like the Trigun guns. Yeah, kind they of. do. Um, and Gungrave is, it's a mafia show. It's like, it's a mafia, like, like focused show. And it kind of takes place in like the modern day. And, um, and it's, I, it, it has like that early 2000s, like stank to it. If you know what I mean? Like it kind of looks yeah. like crunchy and I like that aesthetic a lot. Like I actually like that, but the writing and like the story is is good enough for me to kind of surpass that and uh, make it like kind of charming for me personally. This could go either way. I uh, this is a series where I understand why it's not popular because there's a lot of elements about it that are like kind of generic. But in my opinion, this is a perfect companion piece to Trigun. And if you like Trigun, you owe it to yourself to watch this show. I think it's awesome. Uh, but this is one that I'm not a hundred percent confident you'll enjoy. You might think this is mid, or you might like it as much as me. I don't know, but um, mm -hmm. I give it an eight out of ten. I really liked it. 
And yeah, that's Gungrave. And those are it. Those are the main ones. Yeah. So uh, that's what I got. Um. What's next? Um. Well, well, for me, probably gonna, I'm probably gonna watch the Raid trilogy. The Raid? Raid, Raid trilogy. R Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. Um. But everything, everywhere. Do you want to like talk about that for a second? If you don't have anything to say, it's fine. I don't. I did. I don't. Yeah, it's don't okay. Know. Um. I liked it. I gave it a ten. I enjoy it. Uh, I liked it. Yeah, it's good. Um, but yeah, what is next, Manny? What is next for you besides your A trilogy? What's next for you in life? What's next for me is I think I'm gonna dive deep into into Batman. Hmm. I might watch like I might finish Justice League and watch like Young Justice. I don't know. I'm like in Whoa. full Batman right now. Young Justice rips. I love that show. I know. I see a lot of clips. Yeah. I mean, this looks crazy. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I'm going to play these Batman games. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to... After... I got a lot of catching up to do anime for the seasons. Mm -hmm. After I catch up... I'm going to... I'm probably going to... Oh. So much shit to watch. Yeah, there's so much shit to watch. And I it haven't, will never end. It will never end. There's so much shit to watch. It will never end. And that's why I haven't been watching anything because I, um, I'm going to die one day and I need to um, make money so that I can watch shows freely without any guilt so that I can enjoy them fully. So that I can watch Tar and understand it. I need to be happy. So... Yeah. I'm going back to school um, and I'm going to try to make money so that I can uh, so that I can be happy again. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know what anybody else is doing right now because I don't talk to anybody. But I'm very curious like where other people are in life because I'm learning now like nobody has money. Like nobody makes money. And most people, like, even if they go to school, don't do anything with their education that, like, makes them, like, um, yeah. so I'm just going to go to something explicitly with that intent to, like, make, make bread. Um, and then, you know, I'll it's have... It's rough out there. It's rough out there. Yeah. Manny, I sincerely, like, need to find someone to roommate with when I move out in, like, a year yeah. or two. Um. You gotta get make money so we can move out together. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm probably. Gonna, I'm gonna go to school. Mm. To like a trade school by the end of this year. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. school's free for you. Yeah. Whoa, that's baller. It's cool. Yeah, do that. Do a yeah. trade. Yeah, I'm doing something that I'm not like passionate about or to be honest while studying it I was kind of enjoying learning about it, but um, I'm not like passionate about it, but I'm only doing it for money. So look into that. Look at something that's like over 
I don't know, seventy thousand a year. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was gonna do dental shit because that's like a go-to for a lot of people. Then I realized they don't make a lot. Of, they don't make them like money. <laughs> I don't think they got a lot of job openings either. Hmm. Probably oh. not. I don't know. I have a friend who who does that, and she and I was like, "How much do you make an hour?" And she's like, 30. I'm like thirty. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like, oh my god. I think I've yeah. I think I've resigned myself to the fact that I'm always gonna have to have roommates. I'm never gonna have a house. I'm never going to unless I get like lucky with like making movies. That's the other thing, Manny. Like, if I want to make a movie, I ha- kind of have to do it like now, like mm. like yesterday. Um, so. I don't know. If I do something, it's gonna be some rinky dink shit on my phone. But I'm gonna make it I'm gonna make it with passion. And it's gonna be good. And I'm gonna try to do more than just upload it to YouTube. When I went to the film festival and when I like um saw like I literally bought a Blu-ray the other day of like a movie made by like nineteen year olds, like when I went to like that film festival. Like those people, they made a bag. Yeah. You'd be surprised um, the the acceptance that people have. Like, obviously, in the mainstream, they want your shit to, like, look pretty. But I kind of understand how it works now and how you, like, build connections and how to start. And you just got to kind of make something. You don't have to go to school. You don't have to go to film school. You just got to kind of make something, like, make anything. Yeah. And... um and I mean it sincerely, like I'm gonna die one day and I have to start doing something now. I'm gonna be 23 in like two weeks. Too old. <laughs> Too fucking old. Um, I don't know about you, but I like, feel like if I'm like 25 and I like don't make a movie, like kind of fail. And I know that there's a lot of people who do that, that like dream of doing something and kind of never do. So gonna make a conscious effort to do that if i need your help we'll ask you i got you brother you brother chocolate brother oh man one of the reasons why i'm feeling this way is because i watched probably like i didn't i didn't bring this up because like i don't really even know how to talk about it but i watched um a movie called synecdoche new york and it's the best movie i've ever seen but it's so depressing and it made me so sad and it made me kind of think like i gotta get my shit together <laughs> what's it called synecdoche new york s-y-n-e-c-h it'll probably pop up yeah it is the most try hard shit i've ever seen but i understood it like i actually like grasped it you would love it you'd you'd eat it up <laughs> dude honestly after sarah experienced lane i'm kind of fried right now i understand i, I gotta recharge but but it'll 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 make you it'll make yeah all right fine i did watch it while i was high so maybe that's why <laughs> but like no it was it was amazing regardless of that it makes me like the reason why i can't enjoy like try hard things all the time is because like i'm not happy all the time 
If I was like happy and I was like my true self, like at every given moment, I'd be able to watch that shit in a heartbeat, like with no no problems. Right. Um. So that's why I need to move out. Yeah. Ah, dude. I don't know. Do you like? When do you want to do that? Are you even move out? Move out? I don't know. Thinking about that at all? I feel like I'm not, <laughs> not at all. I think, I think, I think I'm gonna take this house. Mm. Um, you think you'll be able to pay for it? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't tend to think too far. Yeah. Most I think I I think like six months ahead at most. I envy you. That that seems really? that seems bliss. <laughs> the things that the the things that I think about and the things that I like um like always ask you about, like they stress me out all the time. I feel like I'm constantly like anxious that I'm not gonna get the things done that I want to get done. Mm. A lot of my I think I'm bliss. Just because I, I was in four years in the Navy. Saved a lot of money. Mm. Okay. When I was in the Navy, I wasn't just I wasn't going out. I wasn't buying shit. So I was living for free. Yeah. How much money do you have? Um I might have like Twenty two thousand. That's really well, good. I have like, I have like crypto and shit. They probably bring it up to like thirty thousand. Oh my god, <laughs> thirty thousand! Redeem it now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to, nah, but I um, would. What if it goes down? That'd be so scary. You don't lose until you pull out. Until you pull out? No, you win when you pull out. <laughs> that, that's that's. You don't you don't lose either. Huh? So you do. You don't lose until you pull out. But but you. <laughs> but you lose if you go down. <laughs> All the way, and you like. No, because I like that money, that crypto money. Like once I once I put that money in there, like it doesn't exist to me anymore. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, I see. Have so when I, if I. If I think about it, like it going down to zero dollars, zero cents, I'd be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't really have it in the first place. Did you? Okay, that's the best mentality about it. But have you seen The Wolf of Wall Street? No. Oh, okay. The main line in that movie, like the main thing that he says, is like, if they pull out, you lost. Like, don't yeah. ever let them pull out, because if you pull out, it becomes their money. So, like. I don't know. When I watched that movie as a kid, like that, it felt like that movie was telling me, like, don't be an idiot. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, and I felt so like, oh, when, when Lewis was like into that shit, Lewis was like, I lost $5,000 on NFTs. I was like, you saw the same movie I did. Yeah, that was crazy. When he was saying that shit to me, I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to act like that's normal. <laughs> Bro, it was to him. It really was. Like him and Kevin were like into that shit. Like uh, they they lived in a different bubble. 
I don't know. That whole that whole NFT time period was so was so like it was embarrassing. <laughs> it was, it was so it. embarrassing. Oh my god, it was such a fad. Such a fad. Oh man. Well, yeah. I got a lot of people in my house. Oh, oh, okay. All That's right. why I had so many interruptions. No, it's all right. This was great. We got to talk about it. It was brief. I know. We were talking for three hours. Yeah, three hours. Not as long as the other ones. I think it's pretty good given what we talked about, given what we covered. Yeah, I feel like this could have easily gone to that longer if we like dove deeper into a lot of, not the movies we just saw, but like the things like we mm-hmm. saw in our own time. Right, right, right. Like if I was talking about Star Wars, I can go on. Mm. Maybe we can talk about that without me even like watching them. We should, uh, we should watch Visions. I still haven't seen Visions. That shit looks gay. I'm not oh, lie. really? I haven't, I haven't seen any of the trailers. <laughs> I haven't seen any nah, of the trailers. I was looking at the thumbnails. Mm. This is anime. <laughs> oh, there are some 3D ones. There are some 3D ones. Have you heard of the show Andor? Everyone gasses that up. Yeah, but I'm not really interested in watching any of the shows. Oh, um, are you going to watch uh, like the side movies, like Rogue One? You should watch Rogue Oh, really? Rogue One, the plot of Rogue One is how they get the plans for the Death Star. Like that scene in the opening of uh, A New Hope where like... Um, mm-hmm. Like those dudes are like running through the corridor to like try to, you know, get the little card thing or whatever to them. That's like the plot of Rogue One. That's cool. And yeah, the way they get to that is pretty cool too. Um, Yo, one thing about Star Wars, those movie posters. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. They're all they're all ten out of ten. Yeah. They're insane. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They are insane. Like especially in New Hope. And uh, episode episode five. Yeah, they they are insane, dude. I know. Hang I love posters. Around. Love posters too. And, and you know what? When I was watching, when I was watching the character turns and um, Howl, I was like, I was like, yo, this is so nostalgic mm-hmm. to that time period. We was, that's all we was watching. When I th- when I watched, I was this, like, bro, I if I ever. Think- Think about I that. know, like, I'm gonna watch one of these movie, movies far into the future, and I'll be like, ah, yes, this is like when I was in the Navy, yeah, watching me. Mm-hmm. That makes me really happy. It's like we created our own nostalgia, yeah, literally. There's like, whenever I kind of watch like anime, like, I think about this because, like, I really? never watch anime <laughs> um, anymore. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, this is this is fun. I'm gonna make an effort to keep this going in some fashion. At least once a year, because I think this is effective. Like, yeah, yeah. There wasn't even Sorry. anything coming out. We we'll do another one for Oppenheimer. You and I will see Oppenheimer. We'll talk mm-hmm. about it. Um, I'm gonna go see Barbie. I saw a clip from the Barbie movie, and it like unironically looks kind of good. <laughs> like, honestly, when does that shit come up? Same day as Oppenheimer, <laughs> July twenty oh first. <laughs> Double feature. <laughs> I'm probably gonna go see Barbie with like one of my female friends, and then I'll see Oppenheimer with you. So I'll probably see them on different days. If you say Barbie's good, I'll go watch it. Okay. Okay. I mean, my definition of a good Barbie movie. I wonder. I don't know. I I genuinely like the ditzy like I wear my makeup like type of characters in like movies. Um, I don't know. They're cool. It's like I don't know it. 
if it was like a guy, it's just like someone that thinks that they're sexy as fuck and like knows it and just happy with them. And that's like why I'm excited for Barbie. Yeah. But yeah, I know you got to go. Probably yeah. wrap this up. Probably. All right. Thank you for your time, brother. No problem. Thank you for yours. I appreciate it. Hope you have a good rest of your week and a good rest of your month. And we will talk again very soon. All right, brother. All right. See you. Deuces.